hey, this is the franchise, Shane Douglas. When you want all the information about the great sport of professional wrestling, all you have to do is come right here, the official podcast for Wrestling News Source. You're listening to the official Wrestling News Source podcast. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or check us out on Facebook by searching WrestlingNewsSource.com or WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, and iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast or WNS Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 different countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron, Tyler Bear, and Doug. I'm a freak. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Daniel Heron. Tyler Aper. I'm Doug. And we welcome you to episode 172 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes, Wrestling News Source Podcast. Catch you we put that today. question mark on Aper's teleporter. <laughs> I'm Tyler Aper. Uh, we're also on... Uh, Beyond Pod, Stitcher, and Player.fm. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. Uh, if you want to follow the main site on Twitter, it's at WN Source. We are at WNS Podcast. Daniel's at WNS underscore Daniel. Tyler's at Tyler underscore. Go do that. There you go. So welcome to the show. Got like right a, now. We'll wait. Got a whole heck of a lot to talk about this week. <laughs> we're, Mostly, not wait. Uh, we're not waiting. We're not waiting. Well, we got we've got a whole lot of feedback. We've got a lot of Q. Well, I don't know, a lot of Q&A. We do have some Q and A for you as well. We're gonna talk about Raw. Got some hot topics. Got Total Divas. Uh, might even dive into some Legends House as well. So uh, should be an interesting show for sure this week. Yes. So we uh, so welcome to it. Thank you everyone for uh, for giving us a shot. Um, thanks for listening last week. We had a, a very large response on that one. So uh, for everyone who gave us a chance and uh, decided to click play on our show, we certainly do appreciate it. And if you like what you hear, then, uh, hey, feel free to subscribe to us one way or another. Thank you. Really cool stuff. So um, so welcome to the show. How you guys doing? All right. Yeah? Hanging mm-hmm. out? Hanging in there? Yeah. Ready yeah. for the weekend. Ready for the weekend? Mr. Business, Mr. Tyler, call me. We'll do lunch with my business card, A-Bear. I A-Bear. have a business card now, so that's, that's different. Yeah? And cool. Yeah? I guess. I don't know what the fuck I'm using it for. Now whenever you, card, well, now whenever you go out to eat somewhere and you see that little fishbowl full of uh, of uh, <laughs> so business I mean, cards, you can put yours in and win a free lunch. All right. So, you need to have the slogan, potential lunch winner. Potential lunch winner. Yeah. Call me. We'll do lunch. Maybe. <laughs> uh, Call me. Maybe. <laughs> Doug, how are you doing? Um. Well, I was just, you know, having a an okay day until I, um, you know... Tyler gave me one of his new business cards, and then uh, now I know that I have the option of like giving out his fax number for <laughs> people to like fax pictures of their the wieners to him. Yeah, yeah. wiener so, pictures, yeah. booty pictures. The bad part is it doesn't go straight for the to ladies me. and booty pictures. I share like a big room with some people, so they always go to the fax slash copy machine. So just put a cover sheet on it. <laughs> yeah, make sure this you is pro- only for Tyler's eyes. Yeah, make sure you protect it and. Give you give your wiener some cover. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you only want Tyler to see your wiener, put a cover sheet. Yeah, put a cover sheet. Otherwise, that it's gonna be like that was a great dick. That was a great dick. <laughs> so welcome to the show. I got your joke. That was from the workaholics. Uh, Seth Rogen. I assumed it was fancy boy guy. I haven't seen it. Thingy. Yet. Yeah, watch that. Uh, the workaholics guy talked to Seth Rogen and Zac Efron. Hmm. Yeah, thank you. Interesting. Watch it. So yeah. So like I said, have a that lot. Was a great day. <laughs> have a lot of feedback to dive into this week. Um, over. I hope like, that we've got some new listeners this week, and they're like, 
right off the bat, these guys talk about and dicks a lot. <laughs> Just it. like that. I don't want to hear about dicks. Yeah, so, uh, but yeah, we do have some feedback to dive into. <laughs> Please don't fax Tyler pictures of your dick. I'm sure he would appreciate do. it. Or do, <laughs> whatever. Do. I don't care. It's, it's his fax, so. Uh, yeah, so address it to Tyler. Don't call me bear, a bear. So his boss will know exactly who it goes to. <laughs> There you go. So uh, time to go do and dive. Oh, into how are you feedback. gonna? You're gonna go right past the B plus penis joke from last week, and how are you not gonna insert that? Oh, penis. see what I did there? Insert that into In- insert into the yes, joke. Yes. Oh. Insert that B plus. Oh penis. yeah, let's move it. <laughs> so, let's move this along. All right, this is getting ugly. All right, yeah, it's gonna be a bad episode. It's already, a good I can tell. So we're in a silly mood. We have any <laughs> silly mood? Yeah, today. sorry That's guys. For sure, B plus penis. So uh. <laughs> First bit of feedback we have is coming from Mr. Polar Bear Games. So, I like uh, that name. Yeah, that was definitely a, uh, a new listener. So um, Mr. Polar Bear Games says, Hey, a couple things. One, I love the show. You guys are great. Now, in regards to the streak, I believe that if The Undertaker wanted the streak to be broken by Lesnar, it would be due to his intimidating look and his known fighting skill, showing that he is a very tough young wrestler uh, such as The Undertaker of old. So first off, thank you very much for uh, for the feedback. Thanks for listening to us. Thanks, Polar Bear. <sighs> Mr. Polar Bear Games. Mr. Polar Bear All Games. All one word. Yes. Yeah. So, thoughts on uh, on the Undertaker's streak? Uh, well, we I mean, we kind of. I, I feel that kind of like falls under uh, Undertaker feeling like his legacy was protected, which mm-hmm. we kind of got into a bit. So yeah, I think that falls like pretty clearly into that. So. I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously the guy wants to feel like his legacy is protected. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> so uh, so thank you for the feedback. Next one's coming to us from Victor. 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 <laughs> Saying, what? Jazzy Red's name isn't Jazzy Red? Great episode. I dig your long shows. But, dude, Jazzy Red, say it ain't so, man. That's what I said. Yeah. I'm oh. just, I'm totally just pulling your chains, guys. Ha, 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 ha. His name is actually Red Jazzy. Yeah, it's Red Jazzy. So, uh, Red Jazzy son. Red Jazzy son. Yeah. But we're going to st- stick with Jazzy Red. Um, that's his real name. It will always be his name forever. There you go. So uh, so thanks for the feedback. Next one's coming to us from Carl saying, Evolution just isn't the same without Nature Boy walking around shouting, Woo! Every five minutes. So it is different. Yeah. But well, is he... What is he doing? He has health problems right now, huh? Or that was a while back. Yeah, uh, I don't know if he's cleared or not. I no um, clue. I know he appeared like... You know, pre-show panels and stuff like that, but I don't know if he's uh, if they're gonna let him travel with them or something. I don't know. That's interesting. Uh, Doug, do you know anything about that? No. Um, I'm not sure. They probably just don't trust him in front of a crowd. <laughs> don't give that man a live mic. No. Uh, but yeah, who knows? No, nah, I mean, I, I'm sure that like he thinks. I think he's like pulls cute little stunts when he thinks he can get away with it when not everyone is watching. But I'm sure if they put him out on Raw or something. He would know how to conduct himself. I mean, he, he was at the uh, the old school Raw just recently. Yeah, yeah. So good stuff. Next uh, bit of feedback we have is from the King Trig saying Daniel totally watches Total Divas. Incorrect. Call we called him. We called him. Yeah. No. He did uh, watch uh, a little bit. I was in the room while it was playing because my girlfriend wanted to watch it before Raw. So I will. Yeah. I will own up to that. But as far as actually sitting down and saying, "All right, Total Divas, let's watch this," no. Sorry. I was watching Game of Thrones on Sunday, and it was awesome. Game of Total Divas. Game of Thrones. 
You need to get into that show. It's an awesome show. Doug, you need to get into that show because you have season I'm one. I'm two episodes in. Oh, all right. Cool. Wait, weren't you like two episodes in? I like, was. Before WrestleMania? Hey, I'm a busy man. Okay? <laughs> I'm telling you, once once you get into it, it's going to hook you. It's gonna I know. I just you. need a day where I can like mainline a, like, yeah. a few of them. That'll be good. So it'll be, you know, it's a, it's a solid show. It's probably one of the best shows going on TV right now. Uh, next one's coming to us. I can't never remember how to pronounce this. Sandowave. 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 Yeah, let's go with that. I thought you christened him uh, Sunny D. Sunny D. Yeah, thank you, Doug. I appreciate that. Uh, Sunny you D. You even remember the nickname you I gave can't, him? Yeah, man, it's been a crazy week. Uh, Sunny D saying, great podcast as always, guys. OMG, Punk's contract is up uh, June 2nd. And uh, June 2nd is my birthday. So if he leaves the company, that'll be, quote, the best present for me. And if he'll stay, then it'll be, quote, the best present in the world. I absolutely love Shield's match. Loved, as you said, the fact that they kept fighting even when they had no more power to fight back and were beaten down. I really love where WWE is going with every show they make. Please never stop podcasting. You guys are really awesome. Thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you, you very much. I certainly appreciate that. And that's that's cool that you like like what's going on too. So. And happy early birthday. Yeah, I know we're like well, a month and a half or yeah, you know, out there. But yeah, there you go. So uh, it's a good stuff. Next one's coming to us from Ben Fold saying, "Hey guys, I was going to make the Ben Folds five joke. <laughs> I'm crack for pussies. <laughs> well, seeing, seeing as how he didn't say it into the microphone, he just held it. Oh, up. so you can you can. Oh actually uh, yeah, I made the Ben Folds five joke. Yeah." yeah. So there you go. <laughs> Saying, hey, guys, good show as always. And it's so cool that you let your fans speak their opinions. I love the show and Doug's challenge to that guy who wants his job. I totally agree. Don't talk shit if you can't prove it. One more thing, the return of the evolution, uh, the return of evolution can bring negative vibes throughout the WWE as these three experienced guys could bury the younger talent, which to me is a bad thing. Uh, that's because people like Fandango and Dolph Ziggler won't get the push they deserve as they will be used as a prop to send Evolution's message. For example, Dolph could try to stand up to Evolution and it would end up getting buried by all three members, but I guess we'll see in the coming weeks. Hope you, got, hope you guys give your opinions on my message. Thanks. Cool. cool. So thank you for the, uh, for the feedback. Um, I just think that the, the Evolution thing right now, they're just uh, here. They're going to, you know, this whole situation is going to get the shield over more. So, mm-hmm. yeah. How about you, Doug? I mean, I'm just I'm just picturing this is actually Ben Folds from Ben Folds Five, <laughs> and he put the U in just to throw us off. So if you're really Ben Folds, that would be really cool. I mean, you are really Ben Folds, but uh, yeah, if you're that Ben Folds, it'd be super cool. <laughs> and if he's not, he's still cool because he's listening yeah, yeah, yeah. to our show. That's what yeah. I said. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. If though. I didn't, I'm backtracking and oh, saying. Okay. No. Yeah. So uh, <clears throat> yeah. What he about? just put the U in to throw it off. You did. <laughs> but uh, as far as the feedback itself, um, I don't I don't think that, uh, you know, Ziggler, I don't think really anyone's going to get tossed to the wolves, so to speak, here uh, for, for Evolution. You know, they've, they've been kind of doing, you know, their let's keep our distance until the pay-per-view, uh, and then they'll clash. Like, probably next week or the following, uh, you know, they'll have some physical altercations between one another. Um, but I don't think it's going to come at the cost of, Anyone like Fandango or Dolph Ziggler? Well, I mean, I think for for them to get like tossed to the wolves or sacrifice any momentum, they would first have to have some momentum, and I don't think either one mm-hmm. of those guys have it. Um, I mean, as far as the evolution thing, I think it's like at least right now, um, maybe it's not a strictly a shield thing, but I, but I, but right now, at least, it's 
basically just a three on there giving a they're, they're giving a trio to to feed with the shield as a trio yeah and that's something that i've liked that that wwe has been doing they've you know they had for a while where it was you know dean ambrose was fighting his own battles and then you had rollins and reigns fighting in the tag division you know they separated them through that through that you know mentality uh, and then once they kind of stopped doing that, they, they were doing trios, uh, you know, just three-on-threes all the time. You know, the Wyatts, the Kane and Outlaws, Kane and whoever, you know, uh, Ryback, Cena, and Sheamus, Sheamus, Big Show, and, uh, and Orton. You know, they've, they've really been taking care of the Shield and making sure that they work as a unit, and that's something that I really like. So. But, uh, but thank you for the, uh, for the feedback, uh, Ben. Mr. Folds, love your music. Good stuff. Uh, next one's coming to us from Sublethal4 saying, uh, Thanks, guys. I've always really enjoyed this podcast, and I have to say this is my go-to podcast for opinions and wrestling news. I go here every week and really enjoy the commentary. And I just appreciate all, all three of you guys, your guys' work and commentary here. Uh, and thanks for giving an awesome reply, Doug. I liked your feedback. And uh, and I get why you dislike the guy being uh, being Wade Barrett. He needs to. Well, work. I don't. I, I don't dislike him. I just my 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 uh, stance was that I didn't see what all the fuss was about, or I didn't think he was ready for that big push. Everyone else seemed to think he was ready for. I don't dislike him though. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's saying he he needs to work on that uh, on the striking. And thanks again. P.S. I also listened in one sitting, and yes, I got the shout out for the tweet. Yes. Is he the the uh, the guy who tweeted Aber? <clears throat> I believe so. Okay, cool. I just make sure. We that, are that's see, that's the hard thing. Is like <clears throat> we don't know. He has different names, right? Yeah, there's okay. there's differences between uh, you know the Twitter handles and the YouTube names and all that. So uh, you know, try and at least let us know who is his what because I know we have uh, a new commenter coming up here in, in a little bit who commented on YouTube and has also been commenting on our Facebook page and on our, our Twitter. Um, and I, at least I hope it's the same person, but uh, but yeah, you know, it's, it's some of it's like, oh man, where, where are they commenting from? And you know, right. we don't want to, we don't want to sound stupid by saying, oh, we've got feedback from this guy, and then we also have feedback from this guy, but it's the same person right, commenting right. just you know two different ways. So uh, if you could just kind of let us know, hey, you don't have to like is... change your usernames or no, anything. Just no, no. make it like clear who you are. Yeah, I mean. Or, just be like, yo, I'm also this guy on the like Yeah, like on Twitter, it'd be like, hey, it's Sublethal 4. Or, hey, it's, you know, such and such. So, uh, yeah, anything like that would be uh, really cool. We would appreciate it. So, uh, thank you for that. Uh, next bit of feedback we have is from Evan saying, two hours, 15 minutes, and 31 seconds of pure greatness. Loved every bit of this podcast. Thank you, Evan. Yeah, thank you very much. Cool, cool. Next one's coming to us from Zane saying, I agree with the idea of King of the Ring, but every five years to build a new face of the company and keep things fresh. So how would y'all feel about doing King of the Ring once every five years? I don't think it needs to be every five years. Yeah, um, I don't. I don't. I don't think that it necessarily has to be an annual thing either. But yeah. uh, I could see it being an annual thing. I mean, I don't. Maybe sort of every other year or every third year or something. I mean, sure. I don't think there is. I'm, I don't know. I don't think there's like a specific like you need to do it every so often or yeah. you shouldn't do it. Um, don't do so it too often. soon. Don't do it, do it too far away. Yeah, I just think it's all about like you know um, when the moment calls for it. Yeah, I mean, just like if you if you got a guy that you're ready to uh, try to break through to the next level, mm-hmm. but uh, you don't want to <clears throat> like kind of 
lump him in with other guys who heard they're giving spots in other ways. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. well, there's times where, like, say it's like every year, every other year, and, like, they don't have, I guess, someone that's coming up. You know, yeah, you want to give it to. I don't, and a, know. I don't know. And a lot of things happen in the wrestling world in, in a five year span. I mean, five years is a long time. Yeah, yeah. In, in yeah. the wrestling business, that is an eternity. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, there are guys who aren't even with the WWE for five years. Yeah. Like, consistently. I mean, I mean, look at, look at, you know, the WWE two years ago. You don't have Shield. You don't have the Wyatts. You don't, you know, there are so many people that you don't have in just a short time frame. And those and, are all guys that are in like prominent positions right now. Yeah. So uh, you know, if you would had if you would have had Cesaro, well, he's been maybe two years, uh, maybe, yeah, maybe three. Mm, yeah. Still, <clears throat> but still, yeah. I mean, the landscape of five years ago looks completely different than exactly. Than yeah, I mean, go back to two thousand nine. That would be, you know, my goodness. So, uh, <clears throat> so yeah, but uh, but thank you for the feedback. We do appreciate it. Uh, next bit is from Occam City. Saying, uh, Daniel, you should either watch Total Divas and have to join in on the segment, or have uh, have to do a Legends House segment alone. Or option two, just admit you're a closet Total Divas follower. There's nothing wrong with it. It's a good show, and there is no need to hide your fandom. Great podcast as always, and keep up the good work. There you go, Occam City. <laughs> so, that's, that's what I've been saying. I mean, like, I'm glad that now, like listeners. <laughs> We'll say what I have to say so I don't have to, like, belabor the point. Mm-mm. So we are going to do a uh, Legends House segment. You did watch it. So. I, d- I watched it. Yes, I watched the uh, Legends House. So uh, so there you go. There's there's my option uh, instead of watching Total I'll Divas. Also, I'll also watch Legends House next week so I can also talk about Total Divas and Legends House next week with y'all. I don't know, because I don't know if... Uh, well, you know. we'll see. I'll take a look at it and yeah. see how it goes. Yeah. I don't know why I'm doing this. Why are you I doing? think he's saying he doesn't want you biting on a segment. Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry. No, sorry. it's not I mean, well, it's not that. It's just, you know, dependency and stuff, you know. It's uh, not that. It's just exactly that. How how, <laughs> how, can, how consistent are you on Total Divas, Tyler? <laughs> he's got to at least be betting 500, right? <laughs> Every other week. <laughs> so so basically he should have ended the streak because that's exactly like middle of the road. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, you can watch Legends House and nope. we'll talk about it. Not going to do it now. No? All right. All right. Whatever. You're lost. You sure? We'll see. Okay. We'll see. We'll see how the episode goes. <laughs> Sounds good? Sounds High five good. on that one? Okay. So uh, next bit of feedback we have is from at Ross 33 saying thanks for the shout out guys. Uh, agree with you that I would I would like to see Triple H versus Roman Reigns at SummerSlam this year. So yeah, we'll have to see uh, see if that actually plays out. Next feedback we have is from Joe saying, "Oh man, Doug's promo against that YouTube commenter was pretty critical. More of that, please. Great episode, guys." <laughs> I mean, I probably like. Um handled that immaturely but <laughs> <clears throat> i mean like any like mature like guy would have just let it like not even mentioned it but that's just not how i roll so sorry <laughs> well we talked i'm not acting i mean i don't feel like and after the fact i mean i'm glad you got some amusement out of it probably because i'm like ranting like a lunatic but you uh, say when you rant you don't remember what you say <laughs> sometimes i black out and i'm like yeah i don't even know what the fuck i just said but uh, you black out and then you know, what happens is if i like uh, really work there's a lot of fucks that go into it like if I get like really worked up, if I'm like really heated, like I don't, ha- there's a good chance you I don't go remember back and, what I said. Listen, and listen to what you said. 
So, I mean, I, I usually listen to the show not because I'm like obsessed with the sound of my own voice, but mm-hmm. you, because I feel like we could use the hits. So I was like, I'll give it. <laughs> so I was like, well, thank I'll, you. you know? uh, that's why we had such a high number. <laughs> right. So I'm like, I'm going to pull my like, way. I'm I can't gonna remember ever saying that. <laughs> we need the we hits. Fresh. I'm going to like, yeah. you know, add to the hits. But uh, <laughs> we did have a lot of hits this week. It was awesome. I mean, I didn't listen thousands of times. I mean, I listen back once every week. You know, like four times a week. That's fair. I mean, um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I probably like. Um, I'm sure you. I'm. I'm glad that you got some enjoyment out of it. I mean, I probably should have just let it go and not mentioned it, but that's just not how I roll. So sorry. <laughs> there you go. So uh, last bit of feedback we have is from our good buddy Seth Rickson saying, "Just finished your most recent podcast, and sadly, you guys forgot to mention one of the men currently holding an undefeated streak uh, at WrestleMania, the record of two and zero, the one and only Virgil." So <laughs> we got like a lot of feedback from Seth Rickson this week. You just picked we did. one. You like? Well, I mean, we we have. Some... <laughs> I like I like Rickson's. Like me and Tyler, just before we started, while you're in the bathroom, we were discussing Seth Rickson's gimmick. Um, <laughs> how he's like transferred from like gimmick to gimmick over over the years, <laughs> or not over the years, but since first he was like uh, hating on hating on Tex Mex, and he mm. was the corn nuts guy. Then he his gimmick was calling us gay all the time and uh, giving us that iTunes review about us <laughs> being gay. Now his gimmick is like world's number one Kali fan, which I think is his funniest gimmick yet. So uh, ever evolving that Pro Seth Kali podcast uh, by a two thirds vote maybe. So yeah, so. squish your head like a watermelon. Thanks, Seth. I guess I don't know. So, but we do have some. We do have a question from Seth. We'll get into later on in the show. I thought so. there was another thing there, right? Was there? Well, <clears throat> you posted that thing on the main site's Facebook thing, and he had a big thing. Mm. Uh, I'm gonna read it because okay. I just because I'm a fan of his gimmick. So. Oh, it was like the "How dare you guys?" <laughs> no, no, no. Right. I'll read it because I'm a fan of his new his okay. latest gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> this is from Seth again. Um, I would like to thank the whole crew for their hard work and hours. I'm not reading that part just to put us over or whatever, but totally. Uh, it makes me feel good. And Read hours it. of effort put in to entertain us. Uh, I also would like to thank the crew for the amount of courage to admit their respect for the brilliance of the great Kali <laughs> as a worker. It is reassuring and refreshing to know that the WNS podcast and I share a deep love for Kali and his work in ring and out of the ring. I am hoping that a few more wrestling outlets will publicly share their love for the superstar and it will open up a renewed push for the Punjabi Playboy. <laughs> Well, he would be an excellent fourth member of for the Shield or the Whites. <laughs> I don't know wh- where he Tyler. Posted. Tyler thought it was a shoot because before we started talking about Seth's gimmicks, he was like, "You think Seth Rickson is jo- is like telling the truth about Kali or joking?" I was like, "He's joking, man." You <laughs> totally worked that uh, Amber. Yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it, I think it was him that he posted something about. I think it was on. I don't know if my did he ever send you like. Uh, Invitations to like the Kali Facebook page. Oh, multiple times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I still haven't liked it. I haven't got to it. I don't. I don't. We don't know if that's a legit one. Okay. Uh, no. Uh, I. I think it was him who sent like a link to like one of his. Okay. I don't know if you call it a promo or whatever, but uh, it's him in the ring. And, oh man, it's gonna sound bad. It's like you don't understand what the hell he's saying. You hear him like hollering. Oh, ah! like, well, well, I don't know what the fuck he was saying though, but. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's good on you. And what happened? It, it, it just, the promo ended. It went for a while, and I was like, what the fuck is he saying? And that's, that's about <laughs> it. 
I don't know where it was or where I saw it. But I would have gone with the watermelon one. Watermelon one. Oh yeah. Also the the video of him squashing a watermelon and then Rajan Singh saying Kali Cinnabon. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Kali Cinnabon. <laughs> so uh, yeah, thanks Seth. Thanks. <laughs> thanks for that. Uh, Daniel likes it. Nope. Uh, <laughs> he he's fronting just like he's fronting on Total Divas. Don't worry about it. He likes your gimmick too. Okay. How about we just do? Don't run! Don't run your gimmick into the ground like we run our jokes in the ground. There, keep okay. it fresh. I was gonna say a new show called Total Kali. I don't know. No. Yeah. You watch Total Divas. Well, that can be your segment. We'll you give you a segment Total for Total Divas. Uh, Total Kali. Yeah, you like Great Kali. You like both of those. That sound good. No. We can give you your own segment. We'll give you like five minutes for you to just praise the Great Kali. Nope. And the fabulous worker I'll that he talk is. Talk about him when there is a need to talk about him. Okay. No need to talk about him now. Nope. Okay. So there you go. Time to move on into Raw. Uh, you, you looking to see uh, what Rickson put down for the question? Yeah? No. No? No. Okay. Oh. <clears throat> what are you looking for? Uh, another comment from another person. Did I miss one? No, you put it on the bottom. Oh, okay. Cool deal. Just making sure. Um, but yeah, time to dive on into Raw. We kick things off with uh, Daniel Bryan coming out to the ring and... Very hard way to start Raw. Especially, we may you know. have to, like, before we jump into Raw, we may have to, it's not that we want to, like, shortchange anybody. We obviously read all your comments and everything. Mm -hmm. but we may have to be, like, uh, more picky about doing, like, feedback if we get start getting so much. We're, like, 30 minutes in and we're still doing <laughs> feedback. So we may have to, like, we're, if you want to comment paragraphs, if you want to comment just a few words of praise, if you, you just whatever you want to do, that's totally cool. We read every word of it. Or maybe we may I'll, have we may have to start like cutting may not have to have time to respond to everyone because it's starting to build up to where it's like a big thing now. You yeah, know? and uh, and what we may do is uh, we can start responding to some of them uh, like, like on on, the... on YouTube <laughs> and on you know if it's if it's a question we'll put it in the show right, right. Uh, but if it's just you know a general comment or thoughts about the show we might reply uh, on Twitter on YouTube on Facebook um, just something to to. Keep in mind, because I know, uh, you know, we we do love hearing back from all the fans. We really do read all your shit, and even if, like, I, I said shit, that mean that sounds so <laughs> like I'm like, I mean, we read all your stuff. I don't, I don't mm -hmm. want it to sound bad. I'm just, if it, it, we don't want it to become overwhelming of the right, show. like I don't know, it may be like overwhelming for someone to jump in through like thirty minutes of like just listening to other people's like right praise or responses or looking yeah. for questions or whatever, mm -hmm. but uh. Um, we love hearing it though, so don't by all means don't stop. We'll just we may have to like shorten it up a bit and be more picky, or we'll yeah. start responding in different ways. Yeah, there you go. But uh, it it is time to dive on into Raw. Um, like I said, you know we kick things off with Daniel Bryan, who unfortunately lost his father uh, over the weekend. You know whenever he got back from uh, from his honeymoon, um, just really tough timing uh, for him because he had just taken a week off, and you know he said that. He wanted to go out there and, you know, at least do something for the crowd. And, you know, they found a way to, to write him off. Um, I, I'll admit I wasn't into this this opening segment. I don't know a lot of people were because they got to see Kane, you know, the Kane of old days, the destructive force, you know. Um, but I was just completely not into this. And, you know, I when Brian walked through the curtain, you see the emotion on his face and, you know, I was just thinking, God, you know, they they could have let this happen. You know, they could have done this a completely different way. 
Um, but I do know that we want to just try and progress the storyline, but it was like too soon, too much. You know, I don't know. What, what do you guys think? Um, well, as far as just uh, about him losing his dad in general, that, that sucks. I mean, uh, seems like life always has a way of like kicking you in the balls. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, hey, you worked really hard and you just uh, accomplished your dream. Hey, you just married the woman of your dreams. Hey, too bad. Can't mm-hmm. get everything. You know, it's like one of those weird things, you know, it's like he was on a roll, obviously. I mean, like, I don't know. It's just, I'm sure he was in a like really great place in his life uh, yeah. with all that. And it's just kind of like how life reminds you like, Hey, you know, not so fast, buddy. It's weird like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, but like you said, he came out, you could tell he struggled to put on the game face. And uh, yeah, as far as, should they shouldn't they i mean it was his call i don't think it would they would have held i mean i'm sure he could have been like hey guys i just need to go home and they would have yeah. like they would have you know did whatever they needed to do to cover it right right or are they they may have even just come out and say hey, his his father passed and that's why he's not here or you know they didn't they didn't acknowledge it on camera Mm-mm. and maybe that's because he didn't want it to be to be acknowledged you know <clears throat> I, I don't know i mean he kind of said, like, he kind of mouthed the words thank you for, like, he got, like, a real positive response. Like, as he's coming out, you could tell he was crying. He was looking yeah. up. You could tell Brie was in the ring. I don't know if she was – that was part of the angle. She was just there to comfort him. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, kind of um, just, I'm right. here, and, you know. Yeah. You could tell it was, like, pretty – it felt pretty genuine when he got in the ring, and she kind of, like, caressed him. And I'm not trying to be, like – uh like She embraced him. Yeah, she embraced Yeah, you could I tell it was, it was pretty genuine, you know? Yeah. So, um <clears> – <throat> I don't have a problem that they did it. I mean, I do think it's just to write him out of TV for a while, yeah. uh, whether it be the week or, or, or two weeks or whatever they choose to do, right? I mean, he 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 could, very, he could very well just come back at the pay-per-view to face Kane. I mean, I don't know. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. I guess we don't know at this point. But um, my problem was not so much that it happened because I do feel like he's in a position where he can make that call. And, and he did. He's, you know, he right. came out and said, I want to be there and, right. you know, and all I'm that. sure he felt pressure. Uh, after missing the week for his whatever, and especially at this point in his career where he's got so much momentum, I'm sure he felt like he didn't want to lose any momentum. Right. Um, it's a tough spot, and, I mean, like, there is no right or wrong call. It's whatever he he thought he should have done, and uh, this is what he did, and I'm not going to, like, criticize that. I don't think – I don't think it was – he didn't do anything to, like, criticize. He was just out there to, like, get himself off TV for however long it needs yeah. to be. Um, as, the only thing that I felt kind of weird about it is that – um. Or the parts that I would criticize is Stephanie felt like uh, like they were sending mixed signals, like uh, with her, like, oh yeah, well, here's your wedding present. You're gonna face Kane or whatever. And clearly, she put Kane up to it. Mm-hmm. The whole thing with last week with her like degrading him into feeling like he had to become a monster again, and yeah, the whole like switching Kane on and off the monster is a whole another debate. But like her, like she f- felt like the way she was pleading with him to stop. It, that felt very and flat to me. See, it, it didn't. It felt. What do you mean by flat? It was just like she's like, no, Kane, stop. See, Don't I, do that. I felt like it felt. To me, it felt like she, she was actually pleading with the guy. Hmm. See, and I, I thought it kind of contradicted like her snarkiness of like, oh yeah, well you're gonna here's your present, you're gonna face Kane, mm-hmm. and then I felt that was real like you know true to her character, and then when she was pleading with him, it felt like. 
like she was genuinely pleading with him to me. So I felt like it contradicted itself, and that's where I thought it got really weird. Yeah. Because I felt like she she didn't get her if if her intent was she was sarcastically saying don't no don't stop you need to stop whatever. I didn't get the I didn't get that spin. It felt like a genuine like she was telling him to stop thing to me, well, which which I thought was weird. I agree with you. Like I I really felt like she was kind of mean it when she said stop though. And I know probably with her character, she wouldn't go and stop it, but, like... It felt like immediately she after, should've... she went right back to the, uh, being, you know... Yeah, because she's like, oh, what should, will they say? Like, here's your champion. Right. She yeah. was, like, she was mocking him with raising yeah. his belts and stuff, and it really felt like she she did, a like, a complete 360, but she, like, started one way, did a 180, acted a different way, did another 180 back to how she originally was in the span of a segment, and I felt... It, thought it came across like really weird like i felt like she was contradicting her own character in the, within the segment which is what my criticism about it not that brian was out there when his dad died because i'm sure it was his call not that they shot an angle to get him off tv it was something they needed to do um i just felt like stephanie's performance was uh left me confused as to what i was supposed to be uh interpreting that is mm-hmm. and the thing that and the reason why i say that i feel like it fell flat is because you know, last week she was trying to get that out right. of Kane. She was like, "Where's the demon? Where's that? Where's the destructive force that no one can stop?" You know, and then he brings it out, and all of a sudden she's saying, "No, don't do that. What are you doing? Stop! Not now!" And you know, and the fact that you know, as Daniel Bryan's being carted away, she's like, "Ladies and gentlemen, how about a round of applause for Daniel Bryan?" Yeah, you it was know, really hard to read. Like, I didn't know how I was supposed to interpret it. What mm-hmm. was the intention? Uh, from their their storyline, what how was I supposed to take it? You know, like I don't Yeah, I, it was I weird. mean I think that she had set it up and uh you know and you know they'll go back and watch it on replay and she could she could say, I mean listen to the sincerity in my voice. I didn't mean for that to happen. I didn't think Kane was gonna do that. I I wanted him to to fa- wait until uh, extreme rules. Yeah but it was I mean, I do think, but I felt like it could be taken a different, a couple of different ways. She could also be like, "Yeah, I just, I'm not a fan of Brian, and yeah, I kind of set this up." But then when, once I saw like how Kane, where Kane went with it, I was like too much, and like I, there was like I didn't mm. know how I was supposed to interpret it. It was yeah, I don't think her character is the the type to show any remorse. You know, that's why I. I agree with you, and that's why I felt it so weird that she felt like she was so genuinely trying to get him to stop mm-hmm. while it was happening. And then that's it. That's it. Like they weren't very clear with like the story they were trying to tell. Yeah, like when it, when it may have been Triple a rush H, job. Like when Triple H was doing it to right. him, she was yes, hit him harder, do right. it again. But then when Kane does it, it's like no, don't do that. You know. Yeah, it was totally. It, it it could be because they brought, they had to rush and do it. Yeah, uh, it was so, definitely a lot of mixed right, mixed so. signals there. It was weird. How do you guys feel? I know there's like a lot of talking points on the internet or right now is that uh, Brian is like. Like, oh, no, he's already feuding with, like, a guy like Kane, and he's not going to be in the main event at the pay- – well, I guess not the pay-per-view. It's the special events now. but Because uh, <laughs> I'm sure they're going to go with S.H.I.E.L.D. versus Evolution as the main event. And uh, I'm sure um, Brian Kane will be the semi-main. Uh, how do you guys feel about Kane as a opponent? Did we talk about this? I feel like – I don't maybe- think so. I know a lot of people are like down on like we talked a little bit about last week when I'm like Kane as a his first opponent after they feel like it's a step down from him, for him mm-hmm. automatically he's already not going to be main eventing a pay per view he's already going to be like in a we but, talked about how like it was the 
I guess the logical choice because of Triple H and them are doing with the Shield. So you'll yeah. have someone else that was kind of feuding with him a little bit before that's with Triple H and them. So it's Kane. So that was the logical choice. Yeah, I mean, he, he already beat Triple H. Batista's about to leave, supposedly, again, or after the pay-per-view. Kane is under um, the authority's thumb. So. Yeah, I mean, in, in Triple H, he, he's feuded with Orton for, for, like, what, like six months this past year. Mm-hmm. So if you throw him back with Orton, people are going to think it's still, which it would be. Uh, Triple H, he already beat. Triple H, you don't want Triple H in the title picture anyway, and he's yeah. already beat him. And Batista's about to leave to do, like, pub for the, for the movie, so... Not I don't know. He was the one who tapped out at, at Mania. So sure, sure. He has no, you know, sure, so who, claim. There is no other heel built up enough to face Brian right now. Right. And even, I guess you could hotshot Cesaro, but, like, I don't think that's in Cesaro's best interest right now. No. They'll, they'll give you a hell of a match, but that's not in Cesaro's best interest. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. I think they'll put Brian and Kane as, as the main because it's really? going to be the Extreme Rules match. Um, well, aren't they also... Uh, isn't the uh, the trios match also uh, no DQ or whatever? See, that, uh, this is the fucking problem with this. Uh, they have like ten different matches that that are worded differently, but they yeah. all mean the same thing. Like yeah. if they're all no DQ, falls count anywhere. <laughs> well, that means no disqualification. Right, right. You know, uh, uh, no holds barred. Well, that means it's no disqualification. Right. Yeah. Well, like if they if they set up a tables match, then only the tables should be legal, right? Right. You should but be able to use, use chairs. Right. And- so. It's like the the problem is this like every match that they say means the same thing. So yeah. it's just a pay per view of no DQ matches, yeah. right? I mean, so it's weird. So you can't even say it. it's going to be a cage match between Cena and Wyatt. Well, that means there's no disqualification. You know, it's a triple threat match. Oh, it means there's no disqualification. Oh. Yeah, it's weird. No, um, I would say I that haven't, I haven't okay. heard I haven't heard anything as far as stipulations for Evolution and Shield from you know from my understanding at the moment it's. Just traditional three on three. Hmm. Maybe it just I was interpreting as that was like the main event ang- angle right now because it's been so prominent. Yeah, that could just be because Brian's been off TV. Yeah, Brian was be off, off last week. He was very shortly on this week. So, so it does. So the Shield Evolution does feel like the main event angle right now, but I don't yeah. know. I guess like uh, my my only real problem is I wish they would play off of uh, their past together hmm. in a, in like a real way. Like acknowledge their they were a team and they their hell no stuff like oh yeah play that into the feud mm-hmm. I don't know I mean they still have two weeks to do it so yeah but I don't know <laughs> I don't, I'm not I'm not even necessarily sure he'll be back next week yeah I mean he may be but you know who knows mm-hmm. it'll be close we'll have to see but uh but yeah so uh, Kane gives three tombstone pile drivers to uh, to Daniel Bryan one on the on the mat one on the uh, steps and then one on the table. So uh, basically, just written off so he can go be with his family right now. But the uh, the first matchup we got to see Bad News Barrett going up against Sheamus in the uh, Intercontinental Championship Tournament. Um, crowd was really behind uh, uh, Barrett on this one, and uh, gave they him, were kind of behind both of the guys. Yeah, kind of gave a pop for Sheamus as well. I mean, mm-hmm. which was weird. Was it a while back where everyone was booing? They were booing Sheamus. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you know, this was. I felt like this was a really good, you know, really good start for uh, for the matches. Uh, solid work from both guys. Um, I enjoyed it. I didn't have any problems with it. The crowd was hot for it, uh, and bad news Barrett ends up getting the victory. So, what were your thoughts? 
I don't really have. Uh, I don't think that I have anything to say about it. I mean, it was it was fine for what it was. Yeah, I kind of have a feeling that Barrett would win. Barrett's on the rise. Yeah, um, and whenever uh, the fans and stuff seem to be behind him. Yeah, uh, the thing that I noticed whenever whenever he got the win, I was like, well, maybe they're going to be pushing Barrett instead, uh, and you know, because of what happened later on in the in the evening, it kind of confirmed it as far as a uh, Cesaro. You knew um, they were gonna fuck, uh, fuck finish Cesaro whenever Barrett went over. Yeah, because you would yeah. think that, you know, you heel face it. dynamics would dictate that Sheamus would have gone up against. Uh, I, I'm gonna be Cesaro. honest with you. When I saw like like uh, last week, when I saw the bracket, I was like, Cesaro's winning it. Yeah, that's how I felt though. Well, we did talk last week. We did talk about how like uh, maybe he's already above this. And, yeah. yeah, and this is their way of right. getting him out of there. Right. So. Um, so I didn't have any problem with that. I don't know. I still I feel weird about Bear. I feel like Barrett's playing too much to the playing to the crowd too much for my mm-hmm. liking. And what's with the the weird like clap? It feels like they he like everyone thinks they need like a some sort of like hand movement or gesture now. <laughs> Bad news. Bad news. Right. That's what he's trying to get. I found it interesting they gave him pyro though. Well, I mean, like, Whenever he came out. I don't know. With the boom. I'm sorry. I know people. I know I have like the uh, reputation for being the guy who like, like wants. Why you got good be guys guy? and bad guys, and like kind of hates the pe- people reacting to hills the way they do. I don't know, but I just find it so weird. Just like in my, just in my head, I can't, I can't see how that services a story that to, to for your your hill to be so like. Uh, I don't know. I just don't like it. I, I wish you wouldn't play to the crowd so much. Well, I know on uh, on main event he he got on his podium and did the you know you look as lazy as all these people here and you know stuff like that. But it's almost like he he's not he's not. It's almost as if he's not genuinely trying to get any heat. It was almost it's like tongue in cheek. He's like, "Hey guys, I'm doing this stupid thing. I know everyone thinks it's kind of lame or whatever." Mm-hmm. And then people he just kind of like gets through it regardless, and people kind of like cheer him in spite of it. I don't know. It's weird, right? Uh, I don't think it's in spite. I think there are a lot of people out there who do like. Barrett. No, I mean, like, in spite of the lame gimmick. Oh. Like, uh, maybe. I don't know. I don't know either. No, I, d- I agree. I think a lot of people like Barrett, but mm-hmm. uh, I don't. I mean, I'm not one, but I I, and I see, like, a following. Yeah. Just, I don't I don't know. Well, it's like he's finally starting, you know, the, the bad news gimmick is finally starting to catch on a little bit. Yeah, I still think bit. it's lame. I don't, it's, it is lame, but a lot of people are catching on to it. And they're, you I know, thought at first that people weren't liking it. Yeah, and, you know, it, it was falling flat, falling flat, but... You know, it has nothing to do with what he's going to say. It's the fact that he's, you know, the fans are now going. Uh, I'm afraid I've got some bad news, and that's and that's it. They don't care what he says after that. Yeah, I mean, that, I think that's kind of what my point was. Like, what yeah. I was trying to get through is like, uh, people almost like him despite the fact that the gimmick is lame. Like, almost mm-hmm. like, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't see how. I don't know. I don't know. Fuck. We'll move on. <laughs> I, don't I, I just don't know. Move on. Doug, do you know? No idea. <laughs> okay. So, uh, I don't yeah. even know where I am right now. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on right now. By the way, I picked up uh, the South Park Stick of Truth game. I heard it's pretty cool. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not a big South Park guy. Is it good? If it's you're fun? a South Park fan, you will love it. Uh, it's. I mean, it's hilarious. Just really funny. Um, so for those South Park fans, you know, go and pick that up. Really cool. Um, is it more? Is it, is it the gameplay or is it more about the? Uh, Inside jokes and the it's, tips that- it's the jokes okay. and the and the writing. The writing's really well done, and you know, I mean, I think you would like uh, you would like it because it's sort of like, you know, medieval meets South Park. 
You know, it's like Skyrim meeting meeting South Park. You you right. have uh, your range attacks, you have your uh, you know sword attacks, and then you have your mana, which is basically your magic, but it's all farts. Right. You, you learn to control your farts in order to do that. So I know you're a fan of you know dick and fart jokes. And I stuff thought you were gonna be like, I know you're a fan of farts. Yeah, I know you. I know you're a fart guy. So I know <laughs> you're, you're really into farts, right? Shoving. But uh, but yeah, it's a, it's just. You know, like one of the you basically play a new kid moves into town, and uh, there's a, there's one part of the game where you get shrunk down because the underpants gnomes come and you wake up while they're and so you have to fight them, and uh, they escape into your parents' room, and so you follow them, and uh, you end up fighting the the head gnome, trying to get him to turn you back big, you know, like return you to your former size, and uh, it's. You're fighting him on the bed while your parents are above you having sex. Oh, nice. Yeah. Right. And so, See, those uh, references are already over my head. I don't know what the, the gnome thing is. The underpants gnomes. They basically yeah. go into your room and steal your underpants. See, like, I haven't seen, I haven't watched South Park consistently <laughs> since I was, like, in high school. I think. Yeah. I don't watch South Park. So. Well, for those of you, man, y'all don't watch sports. I don't watch South Park. What kind of friends are I was more of the family hey, guy, guy. I hate to break the news to you, and I, a lot of people <laughs> may not know this about me, but I'm not, like, the manliest man around, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, I I'm not like into. The, I'm not into a lot of stereotypical dude like shit. Like I don't. I'm not into. Car, I can't fix a car. Like no, I don't. I can't either. Can't fix any cars. I don't like sport. I like combat sports. I like boxing and MMA. But I don't care if it's got balls. I don't really care. Um, it's all balls. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> That's okay. I forgive you. Uh, so we did learn that Hugh Jackman hunting and fishing. Don't do any of that shit. Yeah, screw that. Uh, I don't like to get dirty outside. What the fuck is that about? Hugh Jackman's going to be the guest host of Raw next week. Fuck the beach. Give me a pool any day. Well, our beaches suck. Our beach does suck. Brown water. So I'll take take a nice clean pool over the beach any day. Yeah. I agree. I'll take a pool. So, uh, but yeah. I'll take a pool if you're going to clean it for me. Yeah, go over to Daryl's house. Have her clean it. So, there you go. Um, so, what are your guys' thoughts on Hugh Jackman coming back to to be the guest? I've, I, this is the one ghost, uh, one guest uh, that I'm actually okay with. I don't have any. Big I like Hugh Jackman, but like, I don't really give a shit about any guest to be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, I want to see X Men: Days of Future's Past really bad. They should just bring him in as Wolverine, like in yeah. character. <laughs> yeah. But then people would expect the claws and to cut something up. So I don't know. He if has they a fucking healing factor. Yeah. And that would be one thing. Like they'd put him up against like Rusev or something, and be like, "Break his spine!" And he's like, ah, wait, not yet. Yeah. So they could shoot. Was... They could shoot a video, right? Come on. Yeah. How many cars have they blown up over the years? <laughs> Man, they yeah, can I'm throw just... some special effects into this. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just ready for X Men: Days of Future's Past. There you go. So uh, don't yeah. give a shit about the whole thing that happened. That was cool at that time where he did punch off and he was with Zack Ryder. But I mean. It'll be interesting to see what he does. This uh, week. He'll be he'll he will go out with Ziggler this time against. Uh, he'll be arm in arm with the Bellas, and he'll go out. Yeah, with Dolph Ziggler. He'll go out with Ziggler against Sandell this time. Hmm, it's possible. Hey, didn't I punch your fucking jaw last time? <laughs> right on. Yeah, we're buddies now because I'm the good guy. Haha. <laughs> So uh, next we got to see a uh, Bray Wyatt promo featuring the Wyatt family on stage on the ramp. Um, and he was basically Ugh. saying, every time I come out here, I get more and more followers, my brothers and sisters. And this kind of you know, alluded back to what we were talking about last week with you know, uh, 
he's he's portraying the heel, but he's embracing the fans by saying, you know, you know. I, I I feel more comfortable with it if they hammered home the point that he thought he was like. Uh, like brainwashing them or something. Like mm-hmm. he felt like he was getting over. Like he felt like it was some great trick that he. I mean, I guess that's difficult to do. But yeah. um, I would feel maybe if the maybe if the announced team put it over more. You know. Every some, time some, every sometimes, time he sings that song, more and more people join in. I think that's some sort of trigger. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. I mean. I mean, it doesn't have to be that specific, but if they some sometimes you rely on the announce team to tell a story, which which they don't, which they don't, and they're <laughs> they not failed, right? Ryback hit it on the head. You guys have been out here for years, and y'all still suck. Um, but <laughs> I would I would like it if somehow they acknowledge that yes, Bray Bray is embracing the fans, but he's doing so because like deceitfully, like mm-hmm. like he isn't actually a good guy. He isn't. A, it isn't actually so like. Yeah, it isn't so great. He's actually he's taken the John right. Cena fans and turned them against them. Yeah, I mean, I wish they would hammer that home more. Yeah, uh, but because I find it weird, and I I kind of I don't like Bray as this like peace feel. I wish he he's like too. He feels like he's too pandering to the crowd now. Mm-hmm. Like I don't like him so like uh, like begging on the, be, the like oh yes I want you to do the. Uh, the song yeah, and the I'll wave like I'm going to sing yeah. for right. you. It's it would be fine. They could work it into the story fine if they could. I mean, I guess they can, but if they could rely on the announce team to tell part <laughs> of the story, and if uh, he wasn't so pandering, but I don't like. He doesn't feel like a character that should pander to the crowd. Yeah, he feels like he's just he's so good at being so deceitful that he's tricked the crowd into siding with him. Yeah, and that's how I would prefer for the story to be told. But they're trying to tell it like he's like. Oh, they see through your bullshit. I'm kind he's of preaching, like, right. and now he's getting followers. Yeah. And, I don't yeah. see like in my opinion that gimmick is not something you can be like. Well, he's just he's some sort of truth sayer. It's just not the truth that you want to see or whatever. Like and people should fall in with him naturally. Well, like, like I don't like know, that. Uh, Jr. was really good at doing stuff like that. You know, like you know, take take for example WrestleMania twenty ah crap twenty no one twenty one. Uh, 22, when they were in Chicago, and he had Trish Stratus going up against Mickey James, the crazy Mickey James, and the fans were getting behind her, and they were like, this crowd is insane, you know? Like, I guess they, you know, they're embracing her, and, uh, you know, I, I forgot what he was saying, but, you know, that, I feel like that applies really well, because... You know, he found a way to spin it to yes. where it would, would be in service of the story and not like against it. Almost. Right. Yeah. And so he was like, wow, I guess some of the people here are as crazy as Mickey, you know. Um, but he's just, you know, he did a really good job. And, you know, I completely agree with you as far as the commentary not getting the job done. They, they spend too much time bickering and arguing and plugging their own stuff on YouTube rather than talking about what's happening in the ring and the story behind it. Uh was there a match I forgot on Raw where they were shouting JBL again? Yeah, yeah. It was during the uh, the Rusev match, so I guess they just do that when they feel bored. You should be really, you should be able to rely on those guys. They can't tell the whole story, but they should mm-hmm. be able to tell part of the story or enhance the story. Yeah, and they just don't. And um, I know we rag on JBL a lot. We kind of we rag on the whole announced team a lot, but. I'm not sure where the wherever the fuck the buck does stop. 
needs to like get it in gear. If it is Vince that lets him get away with this shit, then then it's Vince or whoever's mm-hmm. in the headset or whoever or if there's someone ahead of these guys who doesn't say, "Hey, why don't you fucking try being an announcer?" Talking about what's happening <laughs> yeah. in the ring. You know? I don't know. I don't know where the buck stops, but somebody needs to be accountable for this shit, right? Yeah, they can't be happy with that, can they? I, I don't even know if they listen. They're probably like, oh, whatever. If I could, I'd just take the announced team away. <sighs> no, whatever. I don't know that I could watch wrestling on mute. I don't know that'd be weird. Yeah, I mean, you got to at least be able to hear the crowd, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just, even though they suck sometimes too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, being, okay, everyone's being muted. Being in the crowd and. You know, watching it on TV is just two completely different things. And it's it's really, it's kind of odd being in the crowd, not having the commentary, even though it's, you know, there's nothing to add from those guys. But, you know, other wrestling shows, they add to the match. Um, but, yeah, it's just crazy. It's crazy how bad it's gotten as far as the commentary team. So, But the uh, Wyatts do end up, Cutting a promo saying, you know, the fans have the power to uh, to determine John Cena's fate. And See, another thing that I don't like about the whole Wyatt thing is that they have, like, they do that cryptic talking that doesn't actually mean anything. Yes, they've established that they don't like Cena because they don't like what he stands for. Yeah. And they have established that they are the counter to what he stands for. But they haven't established why, why what he stands for is so bad. Even lie or not whether they call it a lie or they don't call it a lie he's a false they idol. haven't they haven't they haven't established to my to my liking why Cena's is so bad and they haven't established why that's like why they are against what he stands for they just say that we don't like what he stands for and we're against it and he's a liar but they have not established why what makes him a liar, <laughs> what makes him a liar why they are why the, it, is, it is against what they stand for mm-hmm. and that's why it feels so like the weight the weight of what you would expect of this feud is not there because they're they're leaving too much for you to interpret. <laughs> yeah, you got. I mean, hold my hand a little bit. You know, I, I don't know, man. Come you can't on. you can't put me in a brand new video game on the boss level. It's like you gotta, I gotta have a tutorial or something here first. You know, fuck. It's not an art piece. It's a it's a pro wrestling feud. I mean, like, yeah. t- tell like, your fucking story. And I the mean, fans are gonna go with it because they already hate John Cena. So. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why I, I don't like that. I don't like what it's evolved to and I didn't like what it started as because they haven't established motivation for the whites at all. Hmm. Why are they, Bray Bray White is above wins and losses. That doesn't mean he Yeah. So but okay, so what what makes Wyatt tick? Oh, he's just some weird guy who says weird shit. He's no. Just, no, why is he a fucking weird guy? He's just trying you to know, break like, John Cena. Yeah, why is he why does he want to break why does that's a perfect example of a question. Yeah. Why is why I want to break Cena? Why why is he so against what Cena stands for? I guess he feels that John Cena, the person, is different from John Cena, the character, while Cena is saying, you know, I am, I'm the same person and stuff like that. So he's like, you know, oh, you're a liar. But yeah. I, I mean, don't know that I feel like he's inferred that at all, though. Hmm. I mean, um, it's just, I don't know. Like you said, it's, there's, it a, there's like a big, there's a big lack of like motivation for like them to be feuding in the first place. Yeah. And then now that we finally got them feuding, I don't like how they're feuding. I don't know. Yeah. They're just trying to break him. That's all. I must break you. I break think you what down. it. I think what it means. No. Uh, so next up, we got to see uh, <laughs> uh, Los Matadores and El Torito going up against uh, 3MB and Hornswoggle. Uh, Hornswoggle joined up with 3MB over the past it's week or so. Officially 3MB, not two and a half MB. Two and a half, three and a half MB. Well, Slater was there. 
Slater was there. Yeah, so it's the three and a half M- three, three and, and a half, half MB. MB. Yeah, three point five MB. So, um, can I just say, like, I sort of love Hornswoggle as a three MB guy. Like, he looks like with his hair like slicked yeah. back and greasy. He looks kind of like a sleazy little yeah. guy. <laughs> I don't know. I sort of, I sort of love him with three MB. It say, works. I'm digging this. Like, let's going. let's not make it Hornswoggle anymore. Change his name. Yeah, I know, right? You know. But uh, I sort of like him with them. I don't know. And they and they incorporated a feud uh, starting at main event last week between Torito and uh, and Hornswoggle, and then they actually had a match on SmackDown, SmackDown. and then they had a match. You know the, the three man. The, yeah, the three man match here. Um, and the thing that I love is that you know they're not they're not completely crapping on it, but they're sort of overemphasizing. You know, like they're. They're overprojecting it. Like they, you know, they put a video package for Hornswoggle and Torito, the feud, the feud of all feuds, the feud of the century. The, you know, they're kind of going over the top with it, but in a in a light, light way, mm-hmm. and that makes it kind of fun. Like I don't have any like I, I have no issues with this. I don't either. I mean, I, I saw people online shitting on it. And I was just like, well, whatever. I, I have no yeah. problems with this. And both of these guys, you know, both Torito and Hornswoggle are wrestlers. I mean. Like, yeah, if you don't know, Hornswoggle was a professional wrestler before he ever signed to the WWE. He, mm. he, yes, he is a little guy, and, but yes, he did like legitimately wrestle um, on the independents yeah. before he ever signed to the WWE. And if you, I know uh, who's the guy who's always like shitting on uh, Torito. Everyone, no, no, uh, you, Lee. Yeah, like I don't know if if he knows or if people know in general that Torito was like masqueraded Arata and that he is like a fucking probably better than half the guys they have on the roster legitimately. <laughs> Even as a mini, mm-hmm. he is really actually fucking good. Yeah. Uh so I don't know. Like I don't have any problem with these guys. Mm-hmm. I think it's all in good fun. I mean, yeah, I think you know the the video packages that they put together was so like over the top and dramatic that I loved it. Like I want to go back and rewatch it. You know, just because like it shows them, you know. You know, colliding with one another, like it reminded me of like a movie trailer. It was like da 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 da, and then they clash, you know, and then they're having to be pulled apart. And you know, you see Hornswoggle trying to get at him while Three and B are holding him in the air, and then uh, you see Los Matadores holding the horns, and you know, Torito's like pointing at him. It's like da. So I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah. I had no issues with this. I'm enjoying um, it. It was fun and it was entertaining. So. I mean, like, obviously, Hornswoggle's not as good as Torito, but, I mean, like, it's fine. I mean, it, I, I thought it was fun. I mean, no problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No worries. Good stuff. So, uh... I kind of hope they keep, they keep him with uh, 3MB, though. Yeah. So... The, I mean, come on. He, he looks... When they put him... When they make him up like a 3MB guy, he looks sleazy, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. And he's he got does. the tattoo across <laughs> yeah. his chest. They got his hair, like, greasy. <laughs> and he's, he they, fits. He, he grew a little facial hair. I yeah. guess he's had that for a while now, but... <laughs> he looks kind of sleazy, like he should. I don't know. Yeah. I like. I'm digging it. He works with those guys. It's good stuff. So, uh, but El Torito ends up getting the pin over uh, Drew McIntyre, and I know a lot of the people on the internet probably pooed themselves because you know he's the chosen one. He's supposed to be that big guy who's never getting his push, and he lost to El Torito. Which, uh, well, if we're being honest, El Torito's a better worker than him, <laughs> legitimately. Yeah, I don't know enough of. of Torito's background to be able to back up that, but uh, but I trust you, Doug. So uh, next up, we got to see Evolution come out and um, 
address the uh, like a like a disp. I mean, is a disp. I just mean the Torito is actually a good burger. Yeah, really good, good stuff. Uh, but yeah, Evolution does end up coming out, cutting a promo, uh, sort of showing a video package of, of their history, which I kind of liked um, because you know we're in a we're in a new age of wrestling fans, um, and not not everyone might be up to date as far as who Evolution is and what they're all about. Evolution. So yeah, so. Um, Sounded like Triple H was fighting a cold there, but he managed to get through it. Um, something that kind of worried me, though, is like if Triple H is battling so much of a cold and Randy Orton and Batista talked so little during that scene, um, you know, it kind of says a lot about how they feel about Orton and Batista on the mic. It's like we'd rather have Triple H, you know, push his way through it, sounding like this, talking about evolution, than. Uh, than giving those guys the mic, but maybe that's just my interpretation of it. I kind of feel like he has to be the guy who's like the focus of it. Yeah, because he's the one that brought them together, and like mm-hmm. he's the one who had the problem and enlisted we come their together. Help. No one can stop us. Yeah. So uh, then they're interrupted by the Shield, who come down and Evolution make their way up to the top of the ramp, and you're a fucking cream puff, cream puff galore, and uh, you know I loved uh, Ambrose's mic work. Um, in this segment because, you know, he's like, hey, do we look humbled? Yeah, we got our ass kicked. It's not the first time it's happened, but we're still here. Um, just really good stuff from him. Uh, Rollins did a pretty good job on the mic as well. Uh, Roll, uh, uh, Reigns kept it short and sweet. Well, they always give – well, they're always protecting Reigns. Yeah. They don't let him do too much except for his cool spots. He does, like, his cool spots, and then they try to keep him, like, out of the ring until he's ready to do the rest, you know, mm-hmm. to carry a real match. And they don't let him talk too much, but they always give him the one dope-ass line. <laughs> he's like, he's the, he's the guy who always punks them out. And yeah. He's like, All right, we're dropping them. You the guys mic. can be men, or y'all can be cream puffs. Watch this. Kick your ass. He's super protected, and it's for the yeah. best, but they always give him the the dope lines. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is like a great way. Of, like, there's such a backlash on, like, uh, how people feel about legitimate baby faces. And I know these guys aren't... Uh, necessarily like the cleanest smiling to the crowd and but they i feel like they're legitimate faces in the way that they weren't just heels that got dicked over they sort of made a conscious choice to stop lawler from getting his ass beat they kind of made a conscious choice to say we didn't like we didn't think the right thing was going to happen to brian and we yeah. reject ourselves they kind of made a conscious choice to do the right thing mm-hmm. i like that and i like that uh this is kind of a way you can like you can you can book baby faces in a way that make them look like where they can be as badass as heels, yes. but uh, without them having to act like heels. Like, mm-hmm. This is the way you can book baby faces. I'm just repeating myself. But, like, you, you can book them to be they're, badasses. They've done it right. Right. You can book them to be badasses without having to be assholes. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. they're like, they're just dudes. They're going to overcome the odds. They're going to fight. Like, you're not going to keep them down. They're just like, you know. Bring it, motherfuckers. Basically. It's like, hey, you've seen what we can do, so... Just and it, and it sort of it. feels like it's going to be one of those passing of the torches. Like these are the new, this is the new threat, you know, in the WWE. Can I be? Can, can I, I'll be no, honest with you. No, you cannot be honest with us. We have Good. to tell us outright lies. Okay, but um, but if you feel like telling us the truth, go ahead. But for a second there, the thought crossed my mind that uh, just the for for whatever reason that like like they were setting up like a guy from the Shield to turn heel and join Evolution while Batista's out. Like, I could see mm. them, like, maybe at the pay-per-view, like, one of the guys. Just, it's just a thought that, I don't know that they necessarily, like, hinted at it or anything. It's just, like, the thought crossed my mind as I saw the segment. I was like, 
What if like what if like Batista leaves, comes back after Guardians of the Babyface, and they they put like Roman Reigns in the Guardians old, of the Babyface. Uh, Guardians oh, of the Guardians, Galaxy. Guardians as a baby, as face. a baby face, okay. and then Guardians like because the they're gonna want, and they put they put Roman in the old Batista spot in Evolution, like mm. as the muscle of and Evolution. Batista like, joins the shield. I don't know. It just thought it crossed. I, I that's not really what I want to see. It just kind of crossed my mind. I was like, I wonder if they're setting it up for a turn from one of these guys. That's a good thought, but I heard the opposite would happen. You know, just, like I saw some comments of people saying, oh, here's what should happen. You know, just everyone just throws say, out. I, I'm not saying I would prefer or it should happen. I'm just saying right. the thought crossed my mind that right. they could possibly do that. Yeah, but, you know, people's opinions right. going out there. Um, you know, Evolution was known as being four members. You know, mm-hmm. you got Ric Flair, the veteran, Triple H, the veteran, Orton and Batista, the new guys. Well, well if, it's more like past, present, future, right? Like Orton was the yeah. future. Trips was the present. Yeah. Uh, Flair was the past, and Batista was more like a like the muscle. In my in my opinion, it was like past, present, future muscle. You're right, but uh, but you know the well, Flair did wrestle from time to time, but uh, what the uh, but still like he's his legacy was made in the past, right? Mostly, but you know here's here's their chance to you know add 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 to uh, evolution. Like you said, uh, Batista is going to be on his way out, which leaves Triple H and Randy Orton. Triple H, the past, you know, his legacy is submitted. Orton, the present, and then you have Rollins and Ambrose be the future guys, and that gives Reigns by himself big baby the big baby face to take on uh, Triple H for for SummerSlam later on or whenever mm. they decide to do that. I would like to see them run as baby faces through SummerSlam, and I think you can do the turn there or something. Yeah. I like give, let them stretch their legs as baby faces. Yes, see what then, they can uh, do. Yeah. Put out another shirt or something. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> get some merch. Merch rolls on rolls. So, but yeah, I I like I like these uh, the uh, Evolution Shield um, feud that's going on right now. It's looking looking pretty promising. Um, but next up, we got to see the Usos going up against the Rhodes brothers. With uh, Ry Baxel on commentary, I gotta say I was distracted the whole match pretty much by Ry Baxel. Oh yeah. Oh my uh, God! When did they get so fucking good at guest commentary? <laughs> fucking Ryback was amazing on commentary, <laughs> and they were Has fucking he been working um, on his mic skills. <laughs> I, they were both fucking what was cool. That? It was like true story. Was that my uncle was no, his a bar- dad? His, his dad, dad was a bartender. He said his dad was the best bartender yeah. in like Nevada, and like he would bartend for. Uh, Mr. Perfect, Kurt Hanning, and Scott Hall when they were in their tag teaming together Shout in the AWA. The <laughs> yeah, he was. No, they're awesome. Yeah. They were fucking. Um, I saw someone say this, and I was like, that. Uh, I forget. I forget who, I, where I heard it, but I was like, that's exactly what they sound like. Their their character. They found their characters of, uh, the funny jock and the and the dumb jock. And the dumb jock's not the one you think he is. Like. Uh, Ryback's actually the funny jock and Curtis Axel's the dumb jock and uh, because it was like that on commentary and like he was uh, like Ryback was kind of funny and they didn't shit on anybody they put everybody over they're like these guys are good teams blah blah we just gotta do what we gotta do he was funny and like JBL was talking about going to the bar or whatever in uh, New Orleans and uh, Curtis Axel was just kind of like hanging out I was like oh why didn't you why didn't you invite us like we wanted to party or whatever (laughs) and they were just like when I heard I don't know where where I heard this, but I was like, when I when I saw it, I was like, that's right on. Like <laughs> the the funny jock and the dumb jock, and it's the dumb jock's not the guy you think it should be the dumb jock. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, but 
they were so like endearing on commentary. I was like, I fucking like I know I shit on these guys all the time, but I was like, when did they get so like like cute on commentary? I don't know. It was fucking cool. <laughs> I was focused on their commentary. The, whole the time. first like the first like couple of minutes of the match were pretty hot, but then I was just basically paying attention to the commentary. Mm-hmm. They were really fucking good on commentary. I don't Scott know. How, Scott Dude, Hall reached out to Ryback and said, "Hey man, thanks for the shout out. <laughs> you know, he was like, Appreciate it." So uh, so yeah, good stuff. Uh, but the uh, Usos end up defeating the Rhodes brothers and caused a little friction there. Uh, you know, Goldust went to help Cody up, and Cody shoved him back and decided he was out of there. So, uh, so it looks like another, you know, another tag team possibly on the split. Step still. off. Step off. Um, I don't know. What do you guys feel about that? I don't I mean, know. I was trying to remember Ryback's other joke. What uh, was the other joke? Something yeah. about the commentary or something. Like always what, what sucking. Yeah. What did you say? It about? Like you guys have been here for for years and y'all still suck. Yeah. I don't they know. It was at, it was cute. It. I don't know. Yeah. They had some cute little uh, lines and I was like, yeah. I don't know right if this on. is a good time for them to do. I don't know. I know. I thought they were eventually do that where they're gonna set up Cody versus uh, Gold. Oh, the other line that I loved when he was like, um, because they they put over the Usos and they even put over the Rhodes brothers. Uh, they didn't shit on either team, which is like a miracle into, by today's standards on <laughs> guest commentary. They were funny. They were funny. They got their characters across, and they didn't shit on anybody. And even like Ryback was like, "You ever been in a fight?" Is like it's a lose lose. Uh, he's or he's like, even if you beat a Simone in a fight, you still lose. Or something. Yeah. he had some like comment about yeah, like how Simone's being badasses. <laughs> I was like, that's fucking great. Like, nice. where did this guy been bottling all this shit up? Because he's awesome. He's finally found his character. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, whoever said that out there, the the dumb jock, the funny jock thing, that's that's right on. Very nice. But yeah. So, um, but what are your thoughts about the Rhodes brothers uh, possibly breaking up? Uh, I mean, it's been teased for, or not teased, but it's been rumored for a long time, and mm-hmm. um, feels like odd timing. But yeah. uh, I don't know. Something to carry into Extreme Rules. Well, I think it's weird. Like if Cody's, I guess Cody has to be the heel because yeah. Goldust is more over. And he's in the later part of his career where, like, you know, once you once you get to that certain point, it's like no matter what you do, the fans are still going to love you, you know? Like, Jerry could call, you know, go on the microphone and, you know, basically crap on whoever, and then the very next week the fans are still chanting Jerry. Right. You know, it's, it's like you've reached that point in your career where it's like, dude, this is, you know, I love this guy. But, uh... Sure. Yeah, I worry about Cody's future, though. I don't know if he's... Gonna yeah. make it like I mean he's I mean he's obviously a fine mid card guy but I don't know if I see like a anything more than that right I don't know he's I mean he's a very talented guy so I know that he does a lot of stuff backstage with the JBL and Cole show or whatever but it's like I don't know I don't know how that's gonna carry over but anyways uh, next matchup we got to see Emma versus Layla. Um, this is kind of a short matchup, but Emma ended up getting the the victory, and she had a cobra of her own. Um, what do you guys What do you guys think about this feud? Because I feel like it's sort of one of those feuds that won't die. You know, like there's entertaining, and then there's I feel like there's this, and it's not it's not that entertaining to me. Doug, I know you're a big Santino supporter. Uh, you find him to be very funny, but I didn't I didn't like this, and I, I'm kind of wishing that this feud would just go away. Well, it's not exactly the same feud because it's not Summer Rae anymore. It's Layla now. Right. Uh, for one, I mean, I, I get I get that if you're talking about Fandango and Santino, mm-hmm. but uh, like the Layla is a new twist on it. It's not a big twist, but it is a twist. Um, 
I don't know. I I thought on if I'm being honest with everyone, I giggled at the snakes thing, like the the snakes getting caught up. I think I think their comedic timing is a lot better than half of the shit other people think are funny on the show mm-hmm. that I groan at. But uh, I don't know. I guess I just like I appreciate what Santino does. It's it's his spot. It's the niche that he carved out. Um, I guess people are like bummed that this is the way they're choosing Emma to get over. But I mean, like, what you? I don't know. Like. She seem, seems to fit. Like, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. What are you going to have her and Paige as, like, the uh, ass kicker? I don't even buy. I'm sorry. I, I, and this is partly because I haven't seen enough of Paige, but I don't even buy Paige as good as everyone like, claims that she is. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's maybe I haven't seen enough, and maybe that's on me, but I don't I don't buy it yet. And, uh, I mean, she's a pretty girl. I like. Yeah. I think she's pretty. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't mind this. Uh, I mean, I. I I understand what you're saying. They don't necessarily need to wrestle each other every week, but uh, I don't have any problems with what they actually do. Mm-hmm. How about you, Tyler? I giggled. I thought it was cute. Uh, I'm saying I have no problem with it. Um, yeah. Okay. But yeah, after the matchup, uh, the Cobras do attract, and uh, you know they seem they seem to be wanting to be close to I one another. The, while, what was uh, the other? Was it was the past draw where like she's giving a high five with the Cobra and her hits her arm and she goes limp or whatever? Yeah. Oh, I didn't catch that. I like that though. <laughs> You're trying to hold up the arm and it's going down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, I, I heard someone say that her character isn't the same on NXT as she's portrayed now. Like that her gimmick was that she was uh, again, it's my fault like because I, I just don't haven't caught NXT just because of what I got going on but mm-hmm. She's actually like a really mean girl on the inside, and she fakes like a bubbly personality to like. She's actually kind of a heel who fakes a bubbly personality. Is that hmm. correct? That's just so. I heard someone say that. I don't know how true that is or how or whatever. I don't know. But, uh, she fakes the quirkiness. I don't know. I don't know. Like how? I mean, they're just basically introducing her at this point. Yeah. Is your point? Is your problem with her or just the whole thing? I don't know. It's just. I feel like it just hasn't really. I don't. I don't know where they're going with it. I mean, like as and, far as like I know, people shit on the double, like the female cobra, but the cobra's been a running gag. They always like dress it up somehow or do. No, like, I mean I don't have a problem with that, but it's just like, where are they going with this? What are they trying to do? Well, where are they going with Dolph Ziggler or Big E or like? Well, I mean, else? that's why Ziggler wasn't on there. That's why Big E wasn't really on there. I mean, he's got the the tournament, but you know, it's like, I don't know what's what's the payoff. A little levity? Yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah, it's getting them exposure, uh, and, and it's you know getting Emma up there, and it's getting Layla back into the world. Well, Fandango, I mean, people seem to want Fandango to do something. He's in a, like, yeah. he's on TV. I mean, like, this, to me, I mean, I guess you could argue maybe it's more about Santino and Emma. Mm. And I know, like, on SmackDown, they try and do, like, I don't feel like... I don't feel like Santino's some guy who's like hogging all this TV time. He's like taking no. away from poor people. Like, if anything, Santino's a guy who like gets gets his time in where he can every now and then. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just like on SmackDown, they've been doing like these date segments between Santino and Emma. I don't know if you've been catching those. But even then, I mean, like, I don't know. Like, I don't see. I mean, like, I, I guess like technically you could argue he's like, well, these other guys aren't doing anything with aren't being done anything with because he's taking a spot or whatever mm-hmm. but like well i don't mean i don't i'm not implying that at all but well i thought that's what you were saying i was like because you were like well no my question is just what's the payoff for the for the feud this fandango centino uh you know emma and now layla 
you know, I just I don't know. Well, I mean, I don't know because we're in North Area. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, what's the I payoff? Guess. What's the payoff for Cena Wyatt? I don't know. Uh-huh. I don't. I guess. Know. Do you we're think uh, something's gonna happen where Summer Rae's gonna come out and try to attack Layla? Eventually, Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? But uh, next I mean, up- I'm not like saying everyone's stupid and they should be liking this. I'm just saying no. like, it doesn't bother me, and like I don't, I get like some of the talking points I hear is like, okay, that's enough comedy, or that's uh, or okay, this is taking a spot away from somebody, so and so, like a Sandow or a Ziggler. And I was like, well, <laughs> Sandow and Ziggler just had a shot at runs, and they didn't set the world on fire like not yeah. too long. Ago. Like, I don't well, know. I mean, kind of, kind of like what you said earlier, and you know, just I'm taking it out of context but like what you said with uh you know daniel bryan having an opponent for extreme rules you said you know daniel bryan versus randy orton has been done you know and fans will probably find that stale or or something to that degree um you know i just feel like it's a little stale to me yeah but it's only like if you're looking like if you're looking at, like, it's gone maybe, like, what, maybe one and a half pay-per-view cycles. Mm-hmm. It hasn't even gone too full. But, I mean, like, Brian feuded with Orton for, like, five months or whatever. Yeah. I mean, like, this has gone one pay-per-view cycle and maybe half of another. Yeah. And sure, maybe it may go the full, but, I mean, I don't know. That's, like, a three-month <laughs> difference, you know? I don't know. Yeah. It's a three-month difference, and it's something that dominated the show versus something that gets, like, five minutes on the show. Right. I don't know. It's just different in my opinion. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even know. But uh, I don't even know what we're debating at this point. Either. Yeah, there's there's nothing to debate. <laughs> we're just, uh, no, I mean I just feel like I'm like defending <laughs> something that you're not asking, and you're asking yeah. something that I'm not like. <laughs> Tyler, shed some clarity in all this. Okay, what's going down is, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Tyler, you're listening. Does it feel like he's talking about something and I'm talking about something else? Yes. I, <laughs> <laughs> all right. How it at feels. Least, <laughs> at least we're on that page. Right. Okay, we can agree that we have no idea what we're talking <laughs> you know, about. Right moving yeah. on. Yeah, so moving on. Next up, we got to see John Cena backstage cutting a promo, you know, talking about how he does listen to the fans, and that prompted a let's go Cena, Cena sucks uh, thing, which just happened to be really good timing. Um, and he took the on time to... On cue. Yeah, almost on cue, almost too on cue. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I like the promo that he did, and he said, you know, it's up to the it's up to the fans to decide who I face, and if I have to face all three, then my mission is simply to survive. Um, and I, you know, I like the mic work from Cena whenever he's not being cartoony and hokey. Um, he does a really good job. So, anything to take away from it? No, no. I don't remember too much from it. Okay. So next up, we got to see RVD going up against Cesaro, and um, they gave Cesaro some interesting music, uh, interesting selection. It sounded like an air raid with some heavy rock uh, the, or the something. The air raid thing when he first came out, I was kind of digging, but the rock thing didn't really go well with me. Yeah. Um, I don't think that I like it. Maybe uh, perhaps it could possibly grow me. I don't think so. Though. Yeah, think so that's either. what I'm thinking the same way. I'm like, what? this doesn't, this I, doesn't fit in. <laughs> like, well, like the um, – I didn't think – I didn't initially dig like the real Americans theme, but yeah. I after a while I was kind of like, okay, I, I I can groove to this or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. this I'm kind of like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, fuck this. I, like real Americans, I didn't have an opinion on, and I grew to love this. I was like, no, right off the bat, I was like, right. Okay, right. You know, like the only the only thing that makes me want to give it more of a chance is the air raid because that reminds me of like a tornado raid sign, mm-hmm. which tornadoes go in circles, much like the Cesaro swing. Um, but that's the only selling point for me. The the hard rock doesn't doesn't work for me. 
I just don't think it fits his character. It's it's too fast. It's too fast tempoed. Um, but I don't know. Well, I, we'll have to hear more from it and see if it see if it works. But um, he did face RVD. Um, and by the way, Paul Heyman getting in into the ring, getting cut off, going to commercial uh, mid promo. That was weird. Where he was talking about you know Lesnar beating the Undertaker, and then they come back to him talking about. Lesnar beating the Undertaker. I thought it added to the effect. I thought it like, I don't know if he actually repeated himself through the whole commercial break, mm-hmm. but it gave the appearance that he did, and I like kind of loved that about I, it. I heard that he mentioned, you know, a former CM Punk guy couldn't beat the streak, but his client Brock Lesnar beat the streak. Well, he did. He did on pay per view. I mean, he did on pay per view. He did it on commercial break. I was going to yes. say pay-per-view break, but I meant to say he did yeah, on commercial he did during break. Commercial, yes. Was that part of the uh was that on the app where there was like hey they show stuff that it's in the uh yeah. commercial breaks they showed that part? I saw yeah, someone's comment saying that they switched over to 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 see what was going on and he was just doing that repetitively. I was really like negative and uh, down on his uh his promo like the first week, but I kind of sort of dig the uh repetitiveness like He's just gonna say, "My client Brock Lesnar, the Conqueror," they're like over and over and over and over. Tons of booze from that. Well, that yeah. it's supposed to be like droning and annoying, and I kind of appreciate that more than the QC stuff. I'd rather them try to get him booed than not, you know. But does that take the focus away from Cesaro because he's not coming out and trying to put over his new guy? He's just talking about the guy who's not there anymore. Well, I think that it's c- crowd control. They're trying to get people off of cheering for him initially and then yeah. maybe they can worry about that when people aren't like so like ready to you know like thrust this guy on their shoulder right because they were clear like you were there like mm-hmm. who got big ass fucking reactions da, the raw from mania da, 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 it was da, da, it was brian da, da, it was wyatt and it was cesaro those yeah. three guys cesaro being the third like they went mad for that guy and maybe they're like trying to keep him heel for now and then they can worry about focusing on him i don't know and this was this was one point one time where the commentary did put something good towards the storyline, where they said, you know, you heard the you heard the crowd the night after WrestleMania. He he could have embraced all of these guys, you right. know, and he would have been one of the you know most loved and respected dudes in the business. But instead, he went to Paul Heyman because he's thinking money. He's thinking, you know, and that was one time where I was like, thank you, right? You know, but uh, yeah, but uh, the matchup itself, RVD going up against Cesaro. Um, I don't know. They, they let you to believe even when Swagger came out and stuff, and like they try to put uh, Cesaro away, and Cesaro still got up, and he mm-hmm. he was about to go back to the ring. And I was like, oh no, even what what Swagger did is not enough. I'm like, oh no, there's yeah. still a, there's still a chance for him to win. But the matchup itself, I felt was a mismatch. Uh, I, I I was watching it. I didn't feel like RVD and Cesaro had good chemistry, uh, and I think it goes back to what we were discussing last week about RVD, how he hasn't revamped himself. He hasn't, you know, um, you know, brought anything new to the table. He goes through his motions, but, you know, Cesaro's, you know, a quicker guy now. And, uh, and there were a lot of miscommunications, I felt, in this matchup. But, um, you know, it did end up in a, uh, a very fast countout by the referee, um, thanks to uh, some interference by Swagger that went unnoticed Did by the referee. Did you or didn't you want to see Cesaro do the swing to Coulter? Uh, I kind of felt like they weren't going to just because, you know, in his age, you don't want you don't want anything bad to happen to him. So, 
that's a babyface payoff spot. Like if if they yeah. turn him face, that's a payoff that they could do. But you don't do it as a heel. Like I don't think. I think they'll save that for maybe what? Paul Heyman, because sure. Paul Heyman's younger and sure. you know, he'd be willing to take take the bump. I don't know. They they tried to run the same spot three times consecutively. They they blew it three times in a row. Yeah. And uh, after that, I'll be honest. Like uh, I only saw up until the first commercial break, and then uh, I missed the rest of this match and the women's match. I think. Yeah, I came back for Rusev and Sin Cara. Um, Chikara had limited edition posters on sale at uh, 9 p.m. <laughs> p- on the Did dot. Did you get one? There's only 36 in the making. Uh, they're only making 36 of them, and I went to like try to get it. My computer was fucking up, and there was oh. like the reason I missed two matches, I was confused, is I got a confirmation email from PayPal, but not from Chikara, and I was like, hey, guys, uh, I got." they always give me a confirmation email when I order mm-hmm. shit from them, too. And I always pay through PayPal, so I always get two. So I was like, dude, do I got this or not? Like, first of all, my computer fucked up. And then, like, I was finally able to check my email. Then I was like, I don't know if I got this or not. So I was, like, trying to contact <laughs> them and be like, hey, uh, I got one confirmation email, but not from you guys. Did I get this or not? And they said I got one. So, yeah, they said they're only making 36, and I had to be, like, there. So I was kind of camping out waiting. Which so I one missed is the, it the uh, one where it looks it's like that, it's the ash, It's the Ashes uh, poster, like the movie poster or whatever. Very nice. I got one. Very cool. Fuck yeah, dude. So we did you get the, is the DVD out yet? Uh, well, they don't. It's they're just about to do the like world premiere. They're gonna do like a, they're oh. gonna do like a special screening in the theater and stuff on the fifth. So nice. Where at? Maybe after Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Oh, right down the, Philadelphia. Yeah, in right Beaumont, down the road. in Beaumont, Texas. In Houston, <laughs> limited limited theaters in Houston. It's very limited. It's one theater. Shit. Okay, we're booking a flight. <laughs> No. Well, congratulations on that, Doug. Yeah, so I missed this in the women's match. So I don't oh, know. Worth it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, uh, RVD ends up getting the win uh, thanks to Cesaro causing some interference. And uh, uh, Cesaro ends up doing the Cesaro swing on Swagger, and uh, I like the way that he did it. You know, he felt like he was going a lot faster with uh, with Swagger than, than some of the other guys he's done in the past. Yeah. Um, Anyways, but RVD advances to to face uh, Bad News Barrett. We're, Barrett will probably win and go on to face Big E Langston, if I had to guess. So uh, so there you go. Takes us into the next matchup. Paige going up against Oksana. Um, this is like a five-minute matchup, I think. She did that thing. What was it called again? That cross scorpion, scorpion cross lock or something like that. Um, you know, I, The thing that worries me about that is that Paige is sort of a smaller girl in the ring so you know when she's going up against you know tamina or natalia and girls like that, that that's going to be a difficult move to pull off she can do the what's it called what, what was that move page again? turner that she she won against uh page turner that was that's what it is the page turner no what's like the other name for it page turner lightning spiral lightning, lightning spiral. spiral that's it aka what Lightning spiral. It's uh, AKA the page turner. If, <laughs> if the proper name is not the page turner, the AKA is the page. AKA Tyler. It's lightning spiral all the way. B plus penis. <laughs> you wish you had a B Anyways, plus penis. Anyways, Paige ends up defeating Oksana. C minus. <laughs> C minus. Fucking C minus. D plus. That was a great dick. That was a great dick. <laughs> we got to see that dick. <laughs> God, y'all worry me. <laughs> no, uh, it's a workaholics thing. I it's know, actually hilarious. Uh, okay? But anyway. We got to see 
Anywho, the the reason why the, the the crowd wasn't into this matchup. A lot of dick talk this episode. Yeah, too too much. Like in the show notes, just put out lots of dick talk. Lots of dick talk. Buyer beware. I don't beware. think you want uh, that much dick in this cubicle. <laughs> too much already. It's gonna overshadow your. But own dick. Uh, the crowd wasn't really into balls this up matchup. The crowd wasn't really into this matchup, and that's because you know one page, you know, is a relatively new, is a newcomer. And, you know, Doug, like you said, you haven't gotten to check out NXT as much as you'd like to. There are a lot of people who haven't gotten to watch NXT, so they don't know anything about Paige. On the other hand, you've got Oksana, who no one really cares about because they haven't given you any reason to care about her. Uh, well, uh, there also is the fact that she fucking sucks. But <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> and, and what she did to uh, uh, was it Naomi, her eye. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's not Speaking good. Speaking of Paige. Uh, they may not care about her because they haven't seen her, but it's probably just because she fucking sucks. <laughs> I think it was last Monday Night Raw, uh, John David Guerra, our friend, uh, he posted, he did a picture of uh, pick up that Paige. Pick up that name you just dropped. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah he did a uh, Monday you, you, Night uh, Draw of Paige. I feel like you're desperately asking him to be your friend because you keep saying our friend. John. <laughs> not that friend. we're not friends with John, but you keep, you always refer to him as our friend, John Digger. It feels like you're like, hey, we're, is we're, he you want to be friends friend on with Facebook or you something? Yeah, he's with my me? friend on Facebook, okay. so he's my friend. Well, stop. You know. So you're getting off on a technicality. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're friends, right, John? We're friends, right? <laughs> Tell me that you're my friend, though. Love me! <laughs> no, uh, yeah, that picture got retweeted by Paige. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Really that was stuff. a great dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's, so, yeah, it's really cool stuff. John does really good work. So, uh, you know, I'm glad that it's being appreciated by by those that he draws. Paige, uh, Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman a couple of times. So really cool stuff. Uh, Daniel Bryan got to see the picture of him. It was really good. So, yeah, go to NightmarePerWrestling.com. Check out all that stuff. Pick up a print of us if you want. So. Yes, that could be this week's challenge. Buy, buy a print, and whenever you get it, post a picture of it. That was a great print. <laughs> Take us into the next match. We matchup. got to see that print. <laughs> You're definitely watching <laughs> Alexander Rusev going up against Sinkar. A very short matchup. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I'm totally digging Lana with her those legs. Man, she's like the new Stacey she was, Kibler. She was walking like this, like right on the tiptoes. And <laughs> <laughs> Well, she has to she has to go that. down that mat and then or she has to go down the ramp and then she's walking on the, on the ramp. What the hell is wrong with you? This is awesome. <laughs> she got an ass. Good? Good. Well, that's that's because of the heels. Like, she's practically standing. Ass out. It was I like, like how boom. Doug's doing it too. Yeah. <laughs> I know you like how I do. It's like it's B plus like, penis here. <laughs> it's like legs, then booty, then torso, then chest. Then, then he falls. Yeah, then he falls. What? Because Doug fell when he was showing uh, Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, Lana's got this little thing now where she's like, Rusev, crash! Which reminds me of the um, uh, Armando Alejandro Estrada where he pulls out the uh, cigar and breaks it for Umaga. And that means, oh, we get the spike and that's huh. the end. So uh, really cool stuff. Um, but Rusev end up getting the uh, the victory. One thing that I found very interesting is that Sin Cara got a lot of offense on him and um well he knows all his offense the story was just like the, i mean he got knocked down a couple of times but he got back he got right back up but but uh, the story of the match was almost that like none of that affected him he, yeah the worst that he did to him was like 
throw him off his balance. You know yeah. What I mean? So, and I, I still kind of find it weird that like <clears throat> when he puts the camel clutch on, that he is just emotionless. He's just. I don't want to be an emotionless. It just looks like. Uh, I just don't think it's the right finish for him. Yeah, he's such a thick dude. Like come up with something else, dude. Dude. Well, it's almost like he's so big that he can't cinch it in tight enough to make it look correct. Kind of like how when Big Show does the colossal clutch, like he, uh, yeah, what is it, colossal? What? Yeah, colossal. Clutch. Okay, he like he can't sit down like far enough to make it look like it's he's like tor- putting torque on it, you know. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah, it's just weird. Go with something different, but uh, Rusev does end up defeating Cien Unico. Uh, which takes us into the uh, the final matchup, John Cena going up against the entire Wyatt family, as voted by you, the WWE Universe. Not voted by me, because I didn't vote. 53% or something like that? I don't know. But, uh, I don't know. Uh, what, what did you guys think about this matchup? I only remember, like, the ending with him singing. <laughs> okay, how about you, Doug? Oh, uh, the the singing, the singing went on forever. Oh, yeah. Like, too much, too much. They're like, are we out yet? <laughs> No, let's sing it one more time. It goes on. Well, he's like trying that, to add. That, uh, he's trying to add like to it. Like he's got a new brother. Did it go on, did it go on into the yeah, after yeah, show? Yeah. It did. And then he got up and was, you know, oh, no one here can stop me. And then the shield came out and ran him out. That was pretty it was definitely overkill. Yeah, but what about the matchup itself? I mean, it's how you would expect a three-on-one handicap match to be. I mean, lots of heat, like them Back working large. The Large heat segments on uh, Cena, you know. And Wyatt dancing with Cena. Other than that, nothing really to take away from it. Bumping and grinding with him. Bumping and grinding. I don't see nothing wrong. My mind's telling me no. But my body, my body's telling me yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, there you go. So, uh, so that's pretty much closed out Raw. Bray Wyatt singing whole world in his hand. So there you go. If he starts like singing Bump and Grind next week, I'll, be, like, uh, I'll <laughs> we'll know that it. he's listening. So. There's he's not wrong with a little Bump and Grind. And now, Total Divas with Doug and Tyler. Mostly Doug. No wonder we call you fat on Twitter. Shut up! I have to say, I feel like a real diva. You are a grown ass woman. Hi, guys. Hey, that's my line. <laughs> no. Guess what? I watched Total Hi, Divas this up, week. What's up, Tyler? What's up, Doug? I was saying Tyler watched Total Divas this week. Yeah. Kick it off, fool. Okay, it starts out where John, Trinity, I don't know which Bella, but uh, and Natalia, I think they're all playing pool. And uh, they said if John yep, yep. makes a shot, he needs to get married in the next – that though, Trinity and John need to get married in the next six months. Well, he misses, but he hits it with his hand, and he's, like, all smiling and stuff. So that just sets up for them getting married in the episode. Yeah, they're basically talking about how she – they've been engaged for, like, five years or something ungodly like that. Some Two or three. Or maybe it was two. They, they, they've been engaged for two years, you're right. Yeah. But uh, um, basically, uh, you want, let's, like, st- you want to stick with one at a time? Yeah, stick with one at a time. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead um, with the uh, Trinity John. She is. They talk about uh, his dad. How? What uh, made them go ahead and set it up for the the go ahead and get married? Like there was the joking around with the uh, the pool ball, but what made them go ahead and pull the trigger? Like that, they didn't show anything else. I don't think they're just like quit being an idiot and get married or whatever. Pretty much, and I think maybe we'll even show he's probably ready for. I don't know. He's looks like a little, a little nervous, but 
Uh, well, so, somehow or other, they like allude to the fact that like they're or not allude, but they they go ahead and say they're getting married. They got a couple of days off of work. They're gonna fly to Hawaii. How they're not small wedding because like all the people can't get off yeah. at the same time, and um, they allude to the fact that John and uh, Rikishi are like on bad terms and not talking or yeah, something. Yeah, and she uh, Trini doesn't know if like. It's because she approves. Because she's not Samoan. Yeah, and all that stuff. But I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't understand what Rikishi said whenever. Like, I, I, yeah, it was super It was super weird. Like, they were just, like, they alluded to the fact that there's there's some kind of weird tension between just, John and Rikishi. They didn't really say what it was. She was like, he was acting as if he wasn't even going to tell his dad about the wedding or whatever. And she was like. This is old school Raw when they, they talked to Rikishi. Right, when Rikishi he was, was with Too Cool and. But she was like, don't be an idiot. Of course you're going to tell your dad. It's important that he's there, whatever. So she kind of has to, like, make him do it or whatever. And well, he's actually super to it. Yeah, well, when, when he came out, like, he wouldn't say nothing. And she kept on keep on poking him. He wouldn't. So she was talking to him and all that stuff. And I don't remember exactly what he said. He was just like, uh, he played it off, like, uh, he was like just like surprised or whatever. He's like, I just I just did my match, and so I was just kind of taken aback by this whole thing or whatever. And he's like, of course, you know, like I'm happy for you guys. I they love both you guys. look like well, he looked like he was tired though, but he might have been crying a little bit. It looked like he he was, but uh, John was tearing up a little bit too. So yeah, but I mean, he basically played off like everything was cool, even though they were teasing some tension or whatever. And uh, so yeah, Rikishi pretty much played it cool. He's like, yeah, of course, you know, I love you guys, or whatever. I gotta get me a white tux or something, fly or something, you know. Yeah. They showed a little bit of his match or whatever, but too cool. What was it them versus three and B old school? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And um, uh, I don't know. They kind of cut. I think cut the next time Hawaii. we see them, they're in the they're in the car or whatever, and uh, both Usos are in the car. You got Trinity's in the front seat. Maybe some uh, other people. Maybe the uh, maybe one of the other brothers. They got they got some other brothers that look real similar to them. Too. Uh, it looked like there was four brothers altogether. Maybe five, huh? Maybe five. Hey, okay, we'll get there. Hold on, never. We'll get there when we get there. But um, and they were saying something about they hadn't heard from Rikishi, and she's basically like, "What you heard from Rikishi or whatever?" It was weird how they she calls him Rikishi, and it sounds weird that oh, yeah. she calls him Rikishi. Uh, what well, was weird because when they finally got to the house, that it was a nice house, and they were gonna get married in the backyard by the beach, and all that stuff. Yeah, but yeah. What yeah. was weird? It was that night, and they went somewhere like the both the brothers. She's talking to him. I don't know. He was like holding off and like didn't really want to say nothing. They, and he's like, he's not gonna show up. He had, yeah, appearance. I thought it was gonna be something different, like. Yeah, he didn't approve or something. That's how I felt. Yeah, it would It would almost, th- this sounds terrible, but it would almost be like uh, better, or it seems like it would almost be like more understandable if he just didn't approve or something because not coming to your son's wedding because you had a personal appearance is kind of bullshit, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it came off really shitty. But then uh, what was the brother's name, like his real name? Oh, I forget what his real He's not on but consistently. Jay, so, is Jay, though. Yeah, yeah. But I don't he, know his he real name. like, you know what, forget about dad. You know, I'm here. You know, y'all y'all mean a lot to me, and I'm very proud of y'all and stuff. And he gave, like, a little nice, you know, little tiny speech for them. And it, it was, you know. Made John crying. cry. Yeah, so. Crying. It was sweet speech, I know. Good for them, you know. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. Like, it's just totally weird. Like, we don't know what the real beef is. Like, maybe it's a future plot point for the show, but uh, Rikishi missed his son's wedding. I don't know. That's kind of weird. Yeah. But uh, there's a bunch of, um, I guess there are a bunch of Fatu boys. Like, they all look kind of similar, right? Yeah. There's four. Hey, this is what I was talking about. Was Drew McIntyre one of the groomsmen? Because it looked like Drew McIntyre was one of the groomsmen to me. 
There was a, there was a white there was it. a white dude with long hair as one of the groomsmen, and like after they did the marriage thing, they did the <laughs> we say oath, y'all say oath, oath thing at the yeah. wedding, but it was cool. But yeah, it was a it was a pretty a cute little wedding, like a real pretty like they had like uh, like you know just right on the beach off the house, and uh, you know it was sweet and uh, the mom um, their mom, uh, you know get gave her a nice little speech it was still weird like i don't know if she's with rikishi still or whatever did you get the feeling that they were together or not no I didn't. they're probably divorced maybe probably i, I couldn't no tell clue. right yeah. i didn't know but uh so the mom was just you know the brothers and the mom were there for him but like rikishi wasn't because he had an appearance yeah. but that's what that's what that's what yeah. john said so we don't know but it was weird to say the least yeah um they just pretty much dancing through the night you know and having yeah. a fun time that was pretty much it yeah when we say oos Y'all say oh, oos. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. So congrats. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's uh, it's really in cool. the past now, but congrats retroactively. Uh, but uh, okay. So one of the other one was with Natalia. Um, they basically <laughs> that was started my off. Part. <laughs> well, they basically started off like I guess um, Ariane's always making fun of Natalia because she's kind. Of, I don't know if I'd say she's a prude, but she's like uh, way more prudish than the rest of the girls, and she's like she's like. So who was it, Nikki or Bree? She's like, hey, come here. Uh, one of, yeah, one of them. She's like, uh, Natalia doesn't know what doggy style is or whatever or something like this, and they're yeah. all like making fun of her for it or whatever. What, what cracks me up? What was it? Eventually, I don't know if they were like in the hotel or like I don't know, but Brian comes up and they're like, oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> Basically, for the rest of the show until they get to the sex therapy part, every time Natalia is around someone and someone new comes up to the group, they're like, hey, Natalia doesn't know what doggy style <laughs> yeah. is. And it's so hilarious. And, and Brian's and, like, what? Are you serious? And Bree was like, you know, when I was younger, um, you know, my dogs were always having sex. And, like, I remember my dogs were stuck together. And then Brian's like, are you trying to say that dog the, semen the is, dog semen is like glue? Something weird. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but basically, like, I don't know how we get from Natalia, not Natty, not knowing what uh, doggy style is to them needing, like, a sex therapist. I guess somehow they, they worked from her being approved to – her and TJ have been together for, for so long and they're like real traditional, yeah. I guess, or whatever. And uh, like, uh, I guess like all the girls were real open and talking about their sex lives or whatever. And Natalia's not or whatever. So somehow they like Ariane decides that she needs sex therapy, I guess, to f- liven up their relationship. So they got that therapist. The, the so the one her and Vinny went to, like yeah, they so call her on speed to, dial. Yeah. yeah. She had on speed dial. I was like, Oh, Oh, since you have a busy schedule, like uh, I was coming to you and, they show up at the house, and TJ's like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know why we're having this meeting and all that stuff. But then it gets crazy because it's like. <laughs> the sex s- therapist is like, every room in the house is designated as something. We like need to sex-proof your house. Yeah. And uh, so, like, she decides that, like, I'm going to try and see if we can nail all the rooms. Who are there? hey No. But uh, <laughs> so they declare every room in the house um, a certain type of room. Uh, the first the first one, I it's believe. Kitchen, right? kitchen and they talk about the banana and she was like uh, talking about putting the banana in interesting places and, and eating Natalia it was like oh I can put it here she's like no <laughs> you're the interesting place right it's like oh no have it in there he's gonna eat the fruit so yeah he's gonna have like a banana or there's gonna be a banana in your vagina so maybe your ass you or you're, know. well you're gonna cut it off I don't know <laughs> Go up. I don't know. Bananas are. <laughs> I like. I like how you're you're turning this over in in actual time in your head about what could be happening. So let's let's stop let's stop the segment right now and, and see what what do you think the interesting place is, Tyler? Can't be the ass. You can try to do that. It could possibly be the ass. You th- I'm saying it, you're gonna cut the fruit. It's not an impossibility, is what I'm saying. 
Loosen up You've your never butthole. had chocolate covered bananas? Oh! Loosen up your butthole. Loose butthole. <laughs> uh, you know. I don't know. What was some of the other place? Uh, uh, one of the other rooms was for rear, designated rear entry only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and TJSP, yeah, I got it. Yeah. He was looked so uncomfortable by everything, whatever. They didn't really show, I think, too much. They went to certain rooms, whatever, but, like... Well, they said at least three, and I can only think of root entry and the interesting banana police. But then they started talking to him about, like, uh, do you remember your first date, and uh, TJ did, and Natalia didn't, and they were like, aww. He then, was real sweet about it, yeah, and somehow, like, the sincerity and, the, like, the sweetness, like, got her turned on or whatever. I don't know, it was weird. But what, what, I like how you're like <laughs> sincerity turning people on. That's weird. <laughs> what, what, let's get back to talking about. Let's let's go back to talking about where this banana's gonna yeah. be. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Fruits that go in different places. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> you're the interesting place. <laughs> no, what cracked me up was when they showed a video of like. Natalia was, I forgot what she was dressed up, and then, like, TJ was on the outside. No, that, you're, dude, don't give away the finish. That wasn't the finish. We're not there yet. That was the end of their story. Tyler likes to finish early. (laughs) Oh, B plus penis. Hashtag. (laughs) What was before that? Uh, Well, no, they just, they go back, she goes back to tell the girls, like, and they're all, like, asking her about, like, whatever, and she's, she's telling them about, like, uh, how she tried to get all the rooms or whatever, they were trying to get, like, details about what happened, and she was like, guys, I, I'm just, she's like, I'm not going to tell y'all about this. It's, like, you know, private. I don't talk about my sex life to everyone, only on, like, national TV. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. It was just funny because she was like, I don't feel comfortable telling them, talking well, about my sex life, It's all, but it's on TV or whatever. I remember where, when she went out, and then they were watching her. She had a match in there. Like, whatever she did. Yeah. They were acting like she was tearing it up because she got yeah. some ass. So. Yeah. And then uh, basically at the very end of the show as they're going off there, I guess one of the role-playing things they suggested is Natalia was like an innocent schoolgirl and TJ's like a, someone breaking in the house to take advantage of her or whatever. So they, they actually show surveillance footage of their backyard where TJ's like uh, creeping around in a hoodie like he's breaking into his own house to take advantage of Natalia. Look like he crawled through the window with no pants on. He had shorts and a hoodie on. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's that. So you want to go to... Uh, Eva Marie. Eva Marie. Uh, which was more Oh, we should have. You know, we fucked up. We should have ended on the, the sex stuff and not the medical yeah. condition stuff. Yeah. God, what were we thinking? Priorities, man. But no, there was a good point to this, uh, which I'll get to. Um, yeah, kind of. Kind of. There's part that's bad and, and good. Basically, like, Eva Marie wakes up with, like, a her stomach feeling weird one day. It's like, uh, she's a lot of pain or whatever they end up going to the doctor and apparently she had um i don't know if it was like did they say it was ovarian cyst specifically or some sort of cyst yeah, i don't know if it was on her ovaries which was it on the ovaries or yes. was it on the uterus because they ovaries. she they talk about a misshapen well, uterus as well yeah I thought but it was uh, ovaries. So. yeah well so like a cyst ruptured and they had she has like all this fluid in her like from the ruptured uh cyst sorry it's kind of but uh What's her boyfriend's name? I don't know. I forget. But, He's not. Um, a, I don't like him as much as Vinny, so I don't remember his name. But they took her to the doctor and got checked out and all that stuff. And they kind of tell. They do like an ultrasound. They tell her they know it's a cyst. They know it ruptured. That's why she has her stomach so like oddly hard and full. They went to a few doctors. 
that's what they said. They found out she has like a misshapen uterus and um, she may never be able to have children. And uh, she she confesses that that's like a big deal for him for the guy who we don't know his name because he's not as cool as Vinny. Sorry, dude. Yeah. We did have a Vinny sighting, but it was a like a flashback Vinny sighting. In this episode. Well, I gotta say that the guy, in my opinion, like he's really like he was how they portrayed him. Uh, he, he seemed really nice and was taking care of her and all that stuff and like. Yeah, but he did say he, he did. Yeah, but he kind of came across as in like I'm on TV, so I better Is that make sure I'm on my P's and Q's kind of way. I'm not saying he's fake. It just felt kind of weird, right? It, it's it's not what he said. It's that he said it so unnaturally, like. He talked it like weird, like you know, like unnaturally. Like, like this is like making sure I'm sounding really good right now, kind of a way, you know. I'm sorry, I'm I'm probably just hating on this dude because he's not Vinny. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, oh yeah, yeah, but I I don't know. He he, he was fine. <laughs> well, I mean, you have, you suck if you're not Vinny. I mean, right. That mean you suck. <laughs> I'm not Vinny. Yeah, we suck, we man. Suck, yeah, fuck us. But um, he pretty yeah. much they were arguing. It's like you need to call your mom, all that stuff, and. She, well, no, he calls her mom. Well, she, they haven't talked since the last time uh, they were in town and they sprung on them that they had eloped and uh, they haven't spoken since then. And he's like, you need to call your mom. And she's like, I'm not, you know, whatever. He's like, fine, I'm going to do it to, to open the dialogue or whatever. And uh, so he calls her mom, tells her what's going on. He's like, I'm doing my best to comfort her and look after her. <laughs> my but, but uh, I'm, you know, she needs, her, she needs her mom in this situation, which is true. I feel like, you know, that's something woman would want to like you know confide in her or not confide but have her mom to talk to about and uh the mom's like you know okay thank you know thank you for calling and whatever with him she's kind of polite to him even though he's the guy they hate or whatever and he, he gives the phone to her and she just starts being a complete bitch to even marie she's like oh like we haven't spoken yeah. since whenever and now now you've got something going on and you need me so you, now you want to call and it came off was it just me yeah. or she come off like a total I, bitch I, I agree I mean, they eventually spun it around, but like, initially she was like a total bitch about like, it. Like, bitch, I got problems. Listen to me, okay? I mean, yeah. I mean, come on. That's then, crazy talk. Yeah. And then, uh, I guess. They, like, hopped a flight, I guess. Not so, stuff. And it's like, uh, he explained, you know, the boyfriend explained, you know, I, I love her, you know, and I, you know, I'm going to take care of her and all that stuff. And the guy was like, or the father eventually i guess appreciated that or whatever but yeah they kind of they kind of used it as a way to get them like back on good terms they were before. hugging and stuff i was like oh. yeah it was weird it was weird and i was like i'm glad those brothers are not there because they're fucking douchebags yeah fuck those guys yeah fuck those guys and uh <laughs> so um yeah we 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 fucked up we should have ended on the uh, sex talk and not the yeah dog. but you know she has uh some medical problems basically yeah. And the, uh, I guess her husband and her family got on the same yeah. page. Well, I don't know about the brothers, but who fucking cares about those brothers? <laughs> hey, Daniel, say those, those brothers are fucking douchebags. They're douchebags. Okay. You watched Holy Divas. So basically, that's it for this week. Uh, uh, Vinny sighting was only a uh, flashback, so hashtag. He's going to be there in the next episode because that's when they lose Natalia's cat, and he's in he's in their house, like, looking for uh, Oh, yeah. And then, but they did, they, sh- don't, they didn't do a storyline with Summer Rae. She, they showed, like, a little bit of her, and that's it. Yeah, no Summer Rae this week. Uh, was there any Brie and Nikki stuff? Not really, huh? Uh, just one of them just talking to uh, Natalia about doggy style. Yeah, same thing with 
uh, are y'all on? Yeah. So that's pretty much it uh, for uh, this week, I guess. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. Sorry. Caught off Girl, bye. Hey, uh, Daniel, I know you didn't watch Total Divas this week. Correct. But you did watch something else. I did. And now, the Legends House. Give me a break. This Tony motherfucker. man. Legends never die. They just get better. Jimmy, I'm going to kill you. Holy balls. Which brings us into uh, Legends House. They had their uh, their premiere. I don't think I'm going to be able to follow up as well as you guys do. Well, I want you to make sure you're long and rambly like we are. Okay. Well, I mean, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's your typical reality show similar to the real world. You know, eight legends pick to live in a house what happens you know oh, chaos ensues name them all oh crap uh rowdy roddy piper tony atlas uh mean gene okerland um hillbilly jim crap um let's see this is already getting off to a bad start uh it's pat patterson uh howard finkel um who are the other two? I forgot who you've named already. So yeah. <laughs> you maybe you're like renaming. Uh, yeah, it's uh, 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 Hacksaw Jim Duggan uh, and Jimmy Hart. Okay, there you go. All that right, sounds, so that sounds legit. We're off and running. Okay, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I mean it's it's typically you know take the the TV show Real World and imply it here. They they go off. They live in a house. They have to do some things in order to stay in the house. Do they give them jobs like they gave the real worlders jobs, or they're just like stuff they just happen to get into? Well, in this first episode, it's, you know, they kick things off with everyone arriving at the house, you know, and they're having their fun and, you know, having a couple drinks. Roddy Piper doesn't drink anymore, so he he skipped out on the festivities. Uh, But they were all sort of deciding, like, who's going to be bunking with who, and, you know, but then they go to the bedrooms and and find out that they've already have pre-assigned beds because they have the pictures over the beds. And so they didn't just walk in and explore the house? They waited for everyone to get there? Well, uh, Tony Atlas was the first to uh, to get there, and he kind of wandered around for a little bit. He saw, I mean, they show the picture of, of him, and it's basically like a picture of him posing, but the picture cuts off like at his shoulders, and so they added the sticker on the wall of his arms mm-hmm. to sort of go outside of the picture, which is weird. Um, and then he kind of just goes in the kitchen and starts eating, <laughs> eating the food and having a, having a drink. Nice. And then uh, someone else comes in. Having like, girls walk on his face. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Uh, and then, you know, someone else comes in, and they're like, oh, I knew, you know, if, if you were here, you'd already be eating, and sure enough, you are, and yeah, you know, so everyone ends up getting there, and um, uh, Piper is roomed with uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, and apparently they don't get along as as well as everyone else dun, does. Dun, dun. Um, so that's instantly going to be friction. and They got heat, brother. Uh, yeah, and so um, their, first, uh, their first official mission is to go out and greet the neighbors. They were brought like some kind of it was either like a pie or some kind of treat to to bring to the neighbors. Where and, are they like fit like state um, or city or where? It's either Whatever. California or Florida. It's okay. one of those really nice homes, right. you know, you know, it's in a nice area. Wrong, it's in Oregon. Yeah. I mean, I I don't know exactly off the top of my head where they were, but uh but I mean, it kicks off they have to go and visit the neighbors. There were some who were, you know, kind of nervous to, hey, who are these guys? And then uh, me and Gene Okerlund, and I forgot who he was with, 
Um, but they went in there, they went to the house, and the, the neighbor was like, yeah, come on in. I got cookies and brownies, and, you know, y'all can have a drink. So they, you know, they sit down, and they're just talking to them. Uh, Piper and uh, Hacksaw have to go to one house, and there, there are these two little kids who are there as well with the family. And, um, you know, they start, you know, Duggan, like, whispers something to the kid and uh, into the kid's ears, and he goes, he goes up to Piper and is like, that man is stronger than you. And he was like, Oh really? And you know, so they're, you know, and, and Piper was doing really good with the kids. Like he was getting down on his knees and like playing with them and stuff like that. So, you know, getting a good impression of them and stuff. But, uh, uh, later on in the show, there was one scene where, uh, Piper's trying to operate the blender and he can't do it. Cause like he's trying to get a protein shake or something. You know, he puts all the stuff in there and he's looking at it. And he's pressing the buttons that, you know, He's like, nothing's working, nothing's happening, you know. And so uh, Duggan's just sitting there just laughing his ass off at him. And it actually is kind of funny. Uh, and they finally end up figuring it out. And, like, for, for the rest of the episode, uh, Duggan is just, like, bashing on him for it. Um, and then Pat Patterson wanted to make dinner. Um, and so they go to the, they all go to the store and they get the supplies. And Jimmy Hart's riding around on a scooter um, and they get the supplies that they need. They go back and, um, uh, and they say, okay, well, it's going to take, you know, a few hours for it to prepare for it to, to, to cook and all that. And they're like, oh, well, crap. You know, we, we thought this would be like a 30 minute, you know, and it, and it's done. So then they, uh, he starts making it by the time th- it, they're about ready to eat. He's like, oh no, I'm going to bed. So we'll, we'll just have it for lunch. So I don't know. Weird. Yeah, I mean, th- this first episode is sort of just an introduction right. and their first night. But you know, as you know, as the story or as the show continues, they're gonna have to do things. And they ended up doing yoga with Gary Busey, which that was <laughs> this first episode. Yeah, so that was kind of weird. And uh, the funny thing about it was that uh, um, Busey was saying just all kind of random st- stuff, and uh, Atlas was like, "Wow, like that's amazing!" Like he was really into it, doing his laugh and stuff. <laughs> Uh, he didn't, no, like, he was actually, oh. actually into it. I mean, oh. he did do his laugh, uh, whenever they were all drinking and having a good time <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> were they doing so. DDP yoga? No, they weren't doing the yoga. Oh, no, they so, buried uh, it. They were doing a Gary Busey meditation yoga. Wow. Uh, <laughs> he has his own brand or something? I guess, I don't know, but they were, they were all like, what the hell is Gary Busey doing here? Why is, why is Can't he go here? Wrong with Gary Busey. So, are we to believe that they're going to be, like, periodically, like, weird Yes, people like that. Uh, I would think so. You think I the later episodes going to be more shenanigans. Yeah, like you know the series from or the season premiere season. You know this season on Legends House. You know it shows them like going to Vegas and putting on a show and stuff like that. So I think it's California is where they are because Vegas is really close. Um, but yeah, I mean, was it legitimately funny? There were a chuckle, a few chuckle moments, but uh, I mean, you know, if if you like all these guys, it's worth checking out. But you was know, it was it fake reality or mm. it was like fake reality or really fake reality? You know how like uh, it was like a quote unquote reality show where like, hey, this is a reality show, and we know that's fake, but it's or like like a actual real fake show. It's sort of like how Big Brother is. You know how they're in the house together and then. In order to make it interesting, they make them do different things. Right. That's sort of what it is. You know, they're just there to be there, you know, just to get pissed off at one another. Right. And they're like, oh, well, while you're doing that, you're also going to be doing 
these little obstacles that we give you. So, I don't You're know. head of household. But, yeah, I mean, no. Crunk uh, it or dump it? What? Uh, well, like, awesome.com, awkward.com, or girlbot doesn't, not, doesn't not, really apply here because you can't borrow it. Yeah, it's it. not as good as, you know, like, one of them not knowing what doggy style is, right? Or, like, where, where do you put the banana? Um, I mean... On Raw, they were praising the hell out of it naturally because they're trying to get people they're to watch sure. it. Yeah, but I, you know, you think it'll be a slog to sit there every? It'll it'll have its moments. It'll it'll be you know worth watching for a couple of moments in the show. But I don't know if it's worth. Oh, I have to watch this. Show. It's definitely it, it would be a good DVR show. It's not. I need to watch this live to find guess out what, what happens. I know it sucks, but guess what? There's gonna be a season two. Yeah, probably. I don't know. I'm gonna have to watch it too. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, it's worth checking out if you're a fan of all those guys and, you know, how they interact with one another. Uh, oh, and at the end of it, um, they were all having a party, and they were all drinking, and with the exception of Piper, and Piper ends up going to his bed, and they're like, oh, is Piper already in bed? Ha <laughs> ha, you know, whatever. And uh, he ends up just wandering outside the house and just wandering away. So hmm. it'll be interesting to see. He leaves after the first. Yeah, episode. he's he's no. He's, well, with what you, we seem to think you know a little bit more about Total Divas than you claim to know. But with your, with with what you what you claim to know, what little you claim to know about Very Total little. Divas, would you put which do you think would be a hotter? Or like, what what do you think is a more interesting show to watch? As far as entertainment value, I'd probably put Total Divas. But I don't know. Uh, Do you think it's an age thing? No. It, I mean, I don't know. It's, uh, I don't know. I don't know what it is about about the Legends House. It's, you know, it's cool because you get to see all the all of your favorite wrestlers of, of days past, but then it's just like, okay, well, I mean, like, have you ever watched The Real World? Oh, dude. I quit in recent years, but there mm-hmm. was, like, for like so many years, I've seen like every episode of every. I was a huge uh, Real World fan, a huge Road Rules fan, and I, I still love the fucking challenges that they do. Like I still like make it a point to watch those. Okay. I, I love well, those imagine shows. imagine the Real World without the hookups, but still the fighting, and it's old older people, but it's your uh, legends. Hmm. So it's kind of like exactly. You're like, hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. So no hookups. No hookups. No hookups. Come on. I mean, unless, you know, Patterson wants to get in there, but. That's what I'm saying, right? <laughs> <laughs> let's, get, let's get Patterson a boy toy. Let's get some chicks to walk on Tony's face. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. Um, you know, if you have the network and you want to check it out, I'm not going to stop Tell you. Tell us what you think of Legends House. Yeah. You know, if you happen to watch it, let us know what you think. So, there you go. So, um, <laughs> yeah, my, you know. I probably should have gone before Total Divas because you guys knock it out of the park. Um, if by if by knocking it out of the park you mean ramble and uh, confuse ourselves, you are very inter- <laughs> you are very entertaining. Skip it to the end, and That's uh, me. or how about this? If if you guys um, want me to continue watching Legends House, then post a comment, let me know, and we'll go from there. Because other than that, I could I could probably do without the uh, the Legends House review. So, it was well, just that's, a, that's a weird thing because I actively enjoy it. Like I don't mind doing Total Divas because I actively enjoy watching Total Divas. Mm-hmm. But I feel weird. Like, yeah, let them know if you want to do it. I feel weird about making you watch something you don't want to watch. Yeah. I mean, I, I won't have a problem watching it. Like, I'm not going to be like, God, I yeah, can't well, believe I'm if, sitting then here. Just do it, if, he's, 
if he's not going to do Legends House, he's going to totally watch Total Divas. No, I'm not. I'll just not watch Total Divas and be fun with that. No. So, time to move into some hot topics for you guys. Uh, before we do that, we do have our Top Rope Tuesday Clutch City Productions prize pack winner from last week. All you had to do was send us a screenshot of you listening to the show or taking a picture and sending it to us of you listening to the show. This week's winner, Jonathan Red Robin Branch. So, congratulations. You're going to be getting Top Rope Tuesday Clutch City Productions prize pack. We'll be getting your information from you soon. So, uh, congratulations on that this week. Uh, I believe it's Doug's turn, but I mean, if you guys want to, you know, come up with an idea yourselves, uh, by all means, go ahead. Uh, what's going to be the challenge this week? Shit. What do you have, Doug? Uh, that you don't want me to go? Uh, no, I'm saying he doesn't want me to go. Uh, uh. I don't know. What do you think Give us the clock. I'll do the wrap it up music. I'll just fade in some wrap music. Na, 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 na. I don't know. What na, the fuck? Na, what, what should we do? Uh, I, I was not. You just want to do this. another like keyword thing because we got nothing. Yeah. Um. <laughs> shit. Was it uh? Just the key words or key phrase. I feel like it's going to go something workaholics. I just feel like it's going to be dick related. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. I think he wants it. I, I was originally going to be like, everybody write in and tell us uh, what interesting place Avery would put the banana. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, I don't know that we could do that. We can do whatever we want. Well, it's our show. Well, um, um, no, but um, just uh, just uh, the phrase, Daniel watches Total Divas. No. What about? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck it. I don't know. Whatever y'all want. Just do. A f I guess we'll just do a word or phrase or whatever. Keyword or phrase? Okay. Something other than that than what a bear wants. <laughs> we can go with that. I don't care. Daniel watches Total Divas. You bastards! That's Getting it. Your two-thirds vote. Screw y'all. So, uh, yeah. I think my vote was I don't care. So, <laughs> so yeah. Well, then my vote is no. Okay. Anyways. Uh, hot topic news. Rowdy, well, Rowdy, Pipe. What? I wanted to mention that I know it's far off and you're talking about Clutch City or whatever. Very far. Yeah. Um, the summer. Yeah. I know we're going to talk about more when it gets around, but there is a, there's a show in Galveston, uh, July 12th, uh, Coastal Mania. Yeah, uh, yeah, super show. There's gonna be like a lot of guys. Yeah, <laughs> you're about to plug this, but you sound so like I'm unenthused about. You're like, yeah, it's the show. It's coming yeah. up. Well, you know, you're gonna plug it. Put some pep in your voice. By the way, my phone's at 37. percent Mine's be a at 100. Show, um, Galveston. Uh, well, yours is plugged in. So yeah, shut it. No, um, I'm excited about it. Sell <laughs> the product, a bear. I do what I want. Okay. Well, I mean, if he wants to plug it. I'm Saying it, okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm just there's gonna be a lot of uh, s well, wrestlers are gonna be there. It's um, Scott Hall, Mick Foley, Xbox, Victoria, <clears throat> Kevin Von Eric, Scott Norton, ODB, AG, AJ Styles, can't talk, Raven, Cody Hall, Christy Hemi, Garrett Bischoff, Matt Hardy, April Hunter, 
Tommy Dreamer, Joey Ryan, MVP, Carlito, Rikishi, Candice LeRae, and Black Bart. Very cool. So I'm excited. And when's that going to be? Uh, that is July 12, 2014. And it's in Galveston. Be Galveston. Uh, looking for the, the address. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Galveston Island Convention Center. Uh, that's all it says. All right. So we'll have more details as, yeah, a, as we get closer to, yeah. to it. So thank while. you, Tyler, for that. Um, but for those of you who did not see, Rowdy Rowdy Piper and Kevin Nash apparently got into a uh, Twitter war over the over the past week. Um, I guess Piper said something about Nash on on his podcast about Nash wasn't the best worker or something something to that degree, and uh, Nash pr- took pretty far offense to it. Oh, that's not what I heard. Oh, what'd you hear? I heard that there was well, there were some or it was something backstage. It was it was maybe started as that, but it evolved into like different sides of the, of a story about them getting into a physical altercation mm. where Piper said he kind of like handled Nash and threw him out of the locker room and then Nash said he kind of like smacked him around or something, <laughs> which led to I saw like Xbox saying something about uh, saying I love Piper and I'm not calling him a liar. Hopefully he just remembers it wrong, but he was he was saying that Nash like it's Mac Piper around or whatever, hmm. whatever. So basically my understanding, what I read was they were, I'm sure that it started about whatever you're talking about, mm. but it escalated into like an actual, like physical altercation that they're both saying they handled each other in, in the past. Not, yeah. not a present day, but back in a WCW locker room. Yeah. And uh Piper actually said, Hey, come on my show and we'll, we'll talk this all out. And, uh, and you know, Nash had originally agreed, and then apparently, I guess they talked to one another and decided, you know, we're not gonna. That's all in the past. We're not even gonna bring that up. But we'll just uh, go our separate ways on that. But uh, but yeah, so just something interesting. It's kind of like how like uh, classy, responsible people handle criticism. I guess <laughs> I'm just gonna rant on your comments. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> So uh, next up, uh, next bit of hot topic news: Extreme Rising has canceled all of their upcoming shows. So. I think I heard deleted their Twitter and Facebook. And oh, that's not good. <laughs> so uh, it's a bad news for that. And uh, for if you uh, purchased a ticket to that, they they apparently sent out a text message and stuff like that, saying uh, you know call your credit card company. Or, yeah. yeah, so you can get your refund. So there you go. Time to go into the Q&A portion of the show. Your questions, our answers. First question coming to us from Benjamin from Stitcher saying, Love the show, guys. I've been listening to you since 2011, and this is my first time commenting. Love the longer shows. I think it's great. I love the fact Evolution is back together, and I think it's great that, uh, or I think that that's great. And I'm glad that Sting is going to be with the WWE. What do you guys think uh, they will do with him, and who would you like to see WWE put him, put a program with the stinger. Uh, first of all, uh, thanks Benjamin. Yeah, uh, it's crazy uh, that uh, it's always crazy when we hear from someone and say, well, "I've yeah. been listening forever." I just never commented. Yeah. Or I was like, "That's we know awesome. that Why not? People like that, you know. <laughs> Got a comment. Really cool that you know. You yeah, I'm glad you said something, Benjamin, because we just like think you guys don't exist if you don't say that. There's really cool. no one who listens to this show. I mean, the numbers go up and everything, but. You know. Yeah, I just assume like it's some weird glitch. I don't know. It is a glitch. That's all it is. It's just WNS Ben who's hitting that refresh button. Well, I know I one of them is for me. So yeah, I, I listen back to see how stupid. I don't I know why, but I, like 
I don't, I don't know. They wouldn't gain anything from it, I don't think. But, like, I have a feel that they would eventually do, like, maybe, like, Sting and Cena. I don't know why. Yeah. yeah. I don't know who you match them up with. I just, I feel like it's a mismatch whoever you put them with. Um, I mean, we've had, we've had the Sting and Undertaker debate many, many a time. Um, I think I he, know. I don't know. Sting and Orton, I don't know. Yeah, I can see that, I guess. Yeah. This is the one legend I haven't killed, I don't know. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't know. Man, I don't know who I'd, I don't know who I'd put him in a program with. I don't know, there's talks of possibly bringing him in as a, you know, general manager or something like that, but I don't even know if that would work. Because fans would want to see him in a match, at least. Yeah. I would think the most, like I said, the most talk thing would be Sting and Undertaker. Yeah. I mean, Icon versus Icon at WrestleMania. Or I something. think he's done. In my opinion, Taker's Take, done. Yeah, Taker is. But, uh, I mean, I guess I've, I've heard people say that now with the pressure of the streak being over, they can yeah. do a match again next year. And, yeah. Don't, let, don't yeah. worry about your record at WrestleMania. Right. Let's just have a match. But uh, I don't know. I, I think he's done. Yeah. I don't know who you... I thought that was the money match, though. I mean, I don't know who else you put them with. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, they, they couldn't have done it last Steve year. I don't, H. Not. I don't know. It's a tough question, so... I don't know. I'd have to think about it more. Mm-hmm. But, but we do appreciate you listening for, uh, yeah, for all thanks, these years. Benjamin. If that's truly what, you know, what you say. But, uh, but we do appreciate it, and, well, thanks, and thanks for commenting. I, well, I wouldn't lie about that. Yeah. I don't know. There's no, like, cred he can earn from being like, <laughs> yo, I'm an OG WS podcast listener. People are like, Word. what the fuck are you talking about? Word, yo. yo Word yo. to your mom. So, uh, but thank you. We do appreciate you listening. Thank you thank you for commenting thank you, as well. So next question. If you've been listening to us since 2011 and we've never talked to us, just let us know you exist. That'd be yeah. crazy. Awesome. Yeah. Or even 2012 or 2013. How, yeah. when, however you started listening, whenever, just let us know. We, we'd like to hear. So uh, so thank you very much. I didn't even do 2011, did I? Oh, yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. You did. Holy shit. We've been doing this for going on. This Yeah. This is our fourth year of doing it. What? When we finish this year, it, we will have done it for four years. That's insane. That is insane. It doesn't seem that long. Crazy time. Feels so. like two or something, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. We've been doing this shit for four years. Well, you we know, finished the year. 172 episodes in, and wow, 52 episodes a year. Wow. That's oh. insane. Give or take one. Holy shit. I know. Where have the past four years gone? <laughs> what have we done with our lives? Oh God. So last three years have just been a blank. Is that how your relationship with your now fiance is? It's been a blank because y'all been together for three years. What happened? Congratulations on that, Someone by the way. Put a banana somewhere. <laughs> but, butt, right? Or as, butt. Or as Ben butt. likes to call it, a banana. <laughs> <laughs> they put the banana somewhere. Oh, elegant. So uh, tight butthole, man. Tight butthole. Uh, next question coming to us from Steven on YouTube saying, this podcast is awesome. Love the topics. So excited to see S.H.I.E.L.D. go head-to-head with Evolution. It's going to be one hell of a showdown. Hopefully as good, if not better, than Wyatt's versus the S.H.I.E.L.D. I like the corporate Kane gimmick, but I'm glad to see the big red monster come back. Hopefully they bring him back and then CM Punk returns as well to finish the, quote, unfinished business they left with the Royal Rumble. Really hoping CM Punk makes a return. Hopefully heel Punk makes a comeback. So glad they gave Daniel Bryan the victory, and he deserved 
Uh, they gave him the victory he deserved and quit doing the crap they have been doing in the past several months. Glad RVD is back. Hopefully they do something awesome with him. Who would you guys like to see make a return? Me personally, Evan Bourne and the Hardys, and of course CM Punk. Again, awesome podcast, and hopefully I can get a response. Keep it up, guys. Hey, thanks, Steven. Yeah, thank you for the comment. Um, okay, uh, let me see. Thank you, Steven. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see Shield and Evolution. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if they'll be good as maybe Wyatt's versus Shield. I don't know. But I'm still excited to see it. Uh, I wouldn't say Regal, but that's kind of a cheat because he works every now and again for NXT. Yeah. I'm going to go with Finley. I know he's, I think he, I think they patched it up and he's back to being an agent or has, maybe has some backstage job again, but I'd like mm-hmm. to see him work again. I like Finley. I'm also going to pick Evan Bourne. Yeah. I'm picking Finley. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Finley. Okay. <laughs> I'm just so tired of yelling. I don't know. Oh, okay. All right. We're almost done. We're in it. We're... That was a great pick. That was a great pick. Uh, uh, just, okay, just go watch that video, guys. You know what we're talking about. I'll go Evan Bourne as well because, you know, the guy who's been hired on WWE for the past and year, two years, and hasn't been released and hasn't been in a match. Very interesting. I'd like you to see him at least You want to see Marcus <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm good. <laughs> There's nothing even funny about Marcus Carvon. It's just the, the absurdity. It's the delivery. It's just the him. <laughs> it is. It's one part delivery and one part like who, what random guy he bought up to pick. <laughs> There's not even Marcus Carvon. <laughs> <laughs> Thank, Thank you. It's a plus so I can make Doug laugh. Thank you for the question. Not natural. I can never make Doug yeah. laugh on, on purpose. And thank you for the question. We do That's appreciate most of your it. jokes suck. <laughs> Uh, next, uh, next question coming to us from Zane from Twitter at DJ Z Goody, G O O D I E Goody. Uh, first time listener. Great stuff, guys. Do you ever do call-ins via Skype or any other Avenue? Actually, we do not. Um, just because timing, timing would be quite difficult and, uh, yeah, we do this like late at night. Yeah, we do this pretty late and, you know. It's just, we're not we're not like a live show. Yeah. So we're not set up to take it like that. Right. And uh and we've had a couple people on the phone with us for a show or or two. Sometimes Guess. it works out, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. Uh and sometimes it really doesn't. It's but, always like a crapshoot. Yeah. So uh, you know, I, I feel like the posing of the question, you know, on Twitter, on YouTube, on Facebook, uh works a lot more in our favor. Mm-hmm. Um just because you know, I mean, yeah. Sometimes it's it's hard to read, uh, you know, sarcasm, and you know, hear. It's hard to hear your voice through text. Um, so the the emphasis that you're trying to put for certain things is it's difficult, but uh, but it works out. You know, I guess a little bit easier for us. So, uh, but what it's, we do, it's just too difficult for us to to work it out. Yeah, and I mean. You know, maybe like a Saturday night or something, we can do like a Google Hangout or something on YouTube and uh, say, hey, if you want to, you know, do a live chat with us on there, we can or something. Uh, we'll have to I'll buy me dinner first. look into that, you know. <laughs> if you want to hang out, you know, got to buy them. Get them some pizza and beer or something. But uh, but thank you for the question, Zane. We do appreciate it. Next yeah. question coming to us from I was Seth. joking. You don't have to buy me anything. Hey, hey yeah. go uh, do Seth last because okay. I kind of want to 
maybe table this one, but go ahead and read it. Okay. Uh, next question coming to us from Christine saying, Hey guys, what's going on? I haven't commented for a couple weeks, uh, but have been listening. I listened all the way through the past two pods and they got me through long stretches of work time. Love the Urban Dictionary segments. I've learned a few things from them. <laughs> I'm all for yeah. the Legends House segment. You guys are awesome.com. B plus penis. Question. Hashtag B plus, hashtag B plus penis. Uh, you talked about heels being cheered and how they shouldn't be. I happen to like some heels. Cesaro and the Wyatts, for example. I do because they're just that good. I love their in uh, their in ring work for Cesaro or Mike skills for Bray. Um, aren't those valid reasons to enjoy a heel? I don't think I could ever boo them because I like their work too. P.S. Another example, Mark Henry. I could never boo him. Uh, hey, if you don't mind, if you guys don't mind, I want I like to table this. Uh, <laughs> Go for it. Come All back yours. to this one uh, next week. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, Christine. I'll, we'll come back to this next week. Uh, we're just gonna table it for the week, and I will try and give you. Um, like the full response. I feel like uh, I've kind of <clears throat> been successfully been able to defend my opinion and my side of this in bits and pieces, but mm. I don't feel like I've ever been able to pull an argument fully together. Uh, and it's not because I haven't given it a lot of thought. I just, uh, for whatever reason, I don't think I've been able to to pull my intentions like out fully. I knocked the mic over just now. <laughs> Sorry, uh, but. Uh, but I have given a lot of thought, and I think I'm close to being able to pull it all together. So I'll give you um, as good an answer as I possibly can next week. We're just going to table it for this week. I won't forget. Okay. Sorry, yeah. but thank you. All right. So. Uh, oh, now we got one listener on the hook for next week. Awesome.com hashtag we'll just, B plus penis. Yeah, we'll just keep saying, we'll keep telling everyone we'll answer their questions next time. <laughs> keep listening. Like Matt Damon, yeah. One of these days we'll answer one of your questions. So. Uh, no, but for real, I will next week. Yeah. So, uh, final question coming to us from Seth Rickson saying, do you guys think that since WWE had problems with the face comeback of Batista, do you think that maybe they should revisit the Batista versus Kali feud and the Punjabi prison match format? It could be just the type of feud that could reignite the crowds for Batista. <laughs> yes, book it, Vince. I'm going to go I with really no. I don't remember anything from book the Batista Kali. What? What? He doesn't remember. I remember it happening, but I don't remember what well, the Well, with that being happened. said, I choose no. I'm going to say yes. Who are you going with, Tyler? You're going to say yes. Oh! <laughs> Pro Kali Podcast! Pro Kali Podcast! Whatever. I don't even care anymore. You're going to get that Punjabi foot in your ass, son. <laughs> so there you go. Thank you all for the... Uh, God, what is up with our long... I think it's the, uh, the feedback majority of it. Yeah, we could probably trim it to... A good solid two We're hours. Giving the people what they want. Yeah. The long Let's, podcast. Yeah, there you go. You guys are getting more long podcasts for us. More long. We're not intending for it to be, but every time we look at it, we're like, Jesus. More All your base are belong to us. So, uh, so yeah. So there you go. Make sure to submit your questions on our Facebook page, WMS Podcast, our YouTube page, WMS Video, and uh, check us out on WrestlingNewsSource.com, WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook, and subscribe to us on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. Search Wrestling News Source Podcast. On these plays, or in these, on, I can't fucking talk. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, 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 I want to go home. What? Uh, We're we'll going home, hurry up. Can go Wrap home. it up, B. I can't fucking Damn. talk. Uh, on these places, uh, player.fm, Stitcher, and Beyond Pod. Damn it. Hey, follow the main site at WN Source on Twitter. On Twitter, we are at WNS Podcast. Daniel's at WNS underscore Daniel. Don't do that dance. And Tyler's at Tyler's Graver. Keep doing that dance. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
And make sure to support our buddies from Top Rope Tuesday, Clutch City Productions, Nightmare Pro Wrestling, AsteroidBeltCompany.com. Any others? Hey, man. Hey, man. Paul, hey, man. Hey, man. Watch Total Divas and Legends House. Legends House. Let us know if you want us to continue a Legends House segment as well. So there you go. For the podcast crew, I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Abair. I'm (laughs) Doug. We'll catch you all next week.